Blog Talk Radio. On his way to Portsmouth, big left-handed West Indian captain Wake tapping away at the crease. Walker is on the way, and Lloyd off the back foot crashes it through the covers. That's four more runs. Beautiful shot by Lloyd, full of confidence. Lloyd, back foot shot off the meet the bat and great. Okay, good evening to all of you in Wigan. No And with me tonight is Dennis Seed. Good evening to you, Dennis. And how are you, my brother? Good evening to you, Leon. I'm here in Southern California, parts of it, I should say, my part, where the temperature is a cool 70 degrees and it's quite overcast. But nonetheless, it's a very pleasant afternoon here where I am. To me, it's uh, most similar. It's hot. And the breeze, some good breeze are coming from all over, and I'm happy to see the sunshine is up, and we're having some good good weather. But you know, we usually do this, uh, Dennis, each and every Sunday or every show that we start. Just give God thanks for His giving us the opportunity to be with the show. So I'm going to do just that, and then we'll come right into the meat of things. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you this evening. We thank you for your giving us this opportunity to make yet another show. Thank you for all the wonderful people who have made it possible for us to have this show. And we ask your kind help and continued assistance with our brothers and sisters who are not uh, to their normal selves. Namely, my dear wife Eunice, uh, my brother Eugene, my other brother Joanne, and other brother Telbert. Dr. Leroy Lashley, Ruby Locke, Marie, Gorbel Francis, my sister, Wentworth Francis, my brother, and Murchis Nisbet, Ralston Otto, El Comito Willett, Everett Carter, Oliver Solomon, Connie Whitley, Dennis Kelman, Iselma Cornelius, Elimat Willis Daniels, Mona Daniels, Fillmore Hallpike, Rossworth Bird, the family of his, and all the others who have not expressed their concerns. Lord, we pray for them. We pray that you may just help them to be back to the normal and trust that they will be able to participate to do the work that you have put them here to do. And we thank you for all this time that you have given us over the last 10 years, and we trust that you'll just make it continue for a long, long time. We're grateful for all the help that we can get and trust that you may bless the show, make it go on, and understandable to all who listen to it. In your precious name we pray. Amen. 
So, Dennis, as you were saying, you have some good weather, and we do have some pleasant weather here as well. And we have some folks. We just want to thank the folks who have joined us. Um, I think this is Ivor, he's on, and uh, Murchis are also on, and, of course, some others are hopeful to be coming in. Well, this evening, we may not have a guest or guests. Let me just announce, because this is confirmed that the president of the Western Cricket Board uh, Mr. Ricky Skerritt has uh, promised to be with us next Sunday from 7 to 7.45, God's willing, if nothing comes up. But I had a chat with him yesterday, and um, he was was kind of happy that he's able to come on after a long long period of um, campaigning and preparing for the annual general meeting for the Western Cricket Board. And we... Uh, so happy that he's going to be coming on and, of course, to follow up with Mr. Shallow, Dr. Shallow. So, okay, without no further ado, let me just go on with the outline. We're waiting to hear from Audley, who will be having a inside edge. He hasn't called me or, or, or nothing, so I, I suspect he'll be on shortly. So we will indeed make that happen. Well, the IPL is in full swing and what we have is that match that was played today, DC. There are two matches were played today, but we just want to cover the DC and the Sunrisers Hyderabad. And that was uh, the first match that was ever. First match that went to the Super Over. And we have a little bit of rumbling back here. But nevertheless, I'll give you standings, but we do know that that um, I'll give you the standard in a, in, a, in a while. Let's go over to the match between Sri Lanka and Bangladesh. That went to a draw. Imagine Sri Lanka replying to Bangladesh 541 for seven. They were 648 for eight. 648 for eight. They, they were playing to, to break Lara's record. I guess, because no one seems to want to declare and give the other team a challenge. So, well, the first, well, Bangladesh did declare 541, but Sri Lanka did not try to make a match of it. They tried to bat and give their batsmen another challenge. So, let's see. The other match will commence on the 29th of April, and that will go until May the 3rd. So, First match ended in a draw, team draw, and, and as the reporters say, a boring draw. Right? We love cricket. T20 might be the format that will be the potential uh, Olympic entry when it comes around some, some years from now, 2022 or 2080, it is. Um, the format that has been approved is uh, that of the 20 for the Olympic is T20. We do have the final figures as to the contracts for the various grades in the India in India India um, grade A plus contract will earn each recipient a sum of 933.8 hundred nine k Per person. In other words, Virat Kohli, Roy Sharma, 
and fast bowler Jasper Boomer, they will all get $933,000 per Nine hundred thirty three, not nine thousand. No, nine. No, that's nine hundred. Because it's it's um nine hundred thirty three point eight k. Okay, I've interpreted it's nine hundred thirty three thousand dollars. Okay. 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 So the grade A is quoted as six hundred sixty seven k. I believe that is $1,000. Couldn't be hundred. Six hundred. And then the grade C will get four hundred thousand. And then the grades no, the grade B will get four hundred thousand. And the grade C will get one hundred thirty-three point four thousand dollars each. So um just to clarify what we didn't have the information for yesterday. New Zealand, of course, will be touring England, and the, the tour will be starting on the May the 25th, so they're actually in England already, and that tour will go until May, till June the 14th. They'll play two test matches. The first one, beginning on May the 25th, and then the next one, a little bit of, of um, noise at the background, so please... You go into some papers, it will interfere with us at this point, so it's very sensitive. And then the next one starts in June, and the following one on the 10th. And um, the ICC World Cup will be coming, will be, of course, the only test match between 18th June to the 22nd of June, and that will be playing at the Rose Bowl. You'll tell me more about that. You lived in England, Mr. Dennis, Pakistan tour of Zimbabwe. And Pakistan had a 2-1 lead and won that T20 series. And they were defeated in the second T20 by Zimbabwe by 19 runs. Um, that was a tight one. And it was a bad loss and a good win for the Zimbabweans. A bad loss for Pakistan. And they have two test matches to play. The first one will start on the 29th of April. And the next one starts on May the 7th. Made a better team win. And news coming out of South Africa. That they have a week. Maybe now, not a week now. Because this news came out yesterday. So it should be less than a week. uh, To avoid their team being kicked out of the World Cup or world cricket. In other words, any representative team that comes out of New of um, South Africa would not be the official team, according to what I'm hearing here. And the ICC is saying, you guys ought to get your, your house in order, or else we, we put you where you belong. Ashwin, he's going to be taking a break from the IPL uh, for... Uh, family reasons and COVID, you know, is rampant in England, India, and many of the players are concerned about their family. So Ashwin is pulling out and will be going back to be with his family. County Championship news that um, got some scores, Hampshire versus Gloucestershire. 
Ham Shafu 70, Gloucester Shafu 320 and 197.9. Gloucester is being represented by Craig Gratford, and he had a good 60 in the first innings and 21 in the second innings. Uh, Durham versus um, Babisha, 475 and 175.42. Declared Durham, Babisha, 267 and 284.5. Warwickshire versus Essex. Essex, 295 and 244. Warwickshire, 284 and 256.43. Warwickshire winning that match by some seven wickets. Kent versus Lancashire, and Lancashire, they made 525, and Kent 189, and 351, they follow on, and Lancashire winning that encounter by some five runs, wow, okay, so we know that, that Cummins, he represents Kent, and all I heard that he had a good knock of 19. And the other match that we are following is one over in Worcestershire. Worcestershire is playing against Nottinghamshire. Of course, the Worcestershire made 436. And Notts, they were 276 and 236 without loss. So in the first innings, Alzavi Joseph make a good knock of 61. And he had two wickets, and in the second, I did not pull up his scores, but I know he didn't get any wickets because no wickets fell for nuts in, in, in the second inning. So the match ended in a draw. So um, we do have, that's all we have. And just to tell you that Johnny Graves, he's confident that South Africa with two of the West Indies, with all those turmoil, I don't doubt this will happen. But as the CEO, he, he is very confident. So before any further ado, let's, let's welcome Audley. Audley, I did send your invitation. I didn't know if you got it so that we can use our in, invite on, on, on the dashboard. So good no, afternoon I to you. Say, I must say I, I did not. I did not check it. So okay. I, I did not pull it up there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good evening to you, Mr. Francis. Good evening to Mr. Dennis and all of my fellow colleagues. Panelist and um, for the people throughout the world, it's good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you. Uh, yes, welcome to another Sunday evening program. I'm happy to be here and uh, stay with us because we'll be having a very interesting program as you trust. And Marubishi is doing just fine. And for, for Mr. Dennis. I, you may be wondering, who is Marubi? Marubi is the mother of Audley Watson, and we always like to hail her up because she is a very nice person. Much nicer than her son. You know how much nice she is. <laughs> 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 okay, so before you come in, let, 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 let's, let's, okay. Dennis, you had something you wanted to add before, and just let, before we asked uh, Audley to do, the, just give us the outline of what you, you said you had an article you oh, the preview yes. before we bring in Audley with his inside edge yes and Audley might be very much interested to hear this this is an item I read through uh, emerging cricket it's a minor league cricket it's a pathway for whom and this is an opinion piece 
where the crux of the article is that uh, uh, minor league first-class international cricketers are being signed, contract given contract with major league cricket. And, of course, these players will compete in minor league here in the States. And after three years resident in the U.S., these players appear to be eligible for USA cricket men's senior international team. So the uh, crux here is whether or not this type of contract will in any way, shape, and form affect the abilities of homegrown uh, USA cricket players, born cricket yeah. players and you know nationals to really participate at the international level part of the USA team. So that that's a quick outline. There's a lot more to it that I can fill in as we go along. But if you want more information, we can do it now. Otherwise, I'm... Okay, you know, uh, with it a little later so we can get more into the gist of it. So we'll have Audley bring in his inside edge. Audley, why don't you tell us what's... Okay, the go for us. edge for today. Okay. So the inside edge for today, we have three guys here. Um, I guess you will agree with me that they are all West Indians. John Goddard from Barbados, Courtney Walsh from Jamaica, and Carl Hooper from Guyana. They all share that in common. They shared something else in common. They all captained the West Indies test team. Yep, Goddard, Walsh, and Hooper. But one thing perhaps, I don't know if you were aware that all three men captained the West Indies test side for 22 test matches each. Wow. Yep. That's why I call it the inside edge. 22 test matches each. 22 test matches. Awesome. From the outline, I... Why don't you, Dennis, why don't we go over that article until 6.30 when we will go into the Walter Henry, well, yeah, birthday hour and anniversary time, so take us up at 7. So go right on. Dennis seemed to be blocked. Okay, he must have had his mic on. Dennis, you're on. Okay. Okay, Audley, why don't you... You have heard the outline, most of it. Um, would you like to uh, open a button with on any of these topics? Uh, yeah, you're, you're, when I joined, you were talking about the, the uh, contracts with the Indian players. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, the, the, the K indicate, of course, as it's told, and Dennis was saying, yeah. If it's a 900, but the, the K follows, so they're yeah. all in a thousand. But, and, of course, it's the world's richest um uh, T20 leagues, so they they don't deal with just leaders <laughs> hundred, they deal with thousands. And uh, one 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 interesting thing is that um, Kohli, for all the praises and all the the the, um, the highlights and stuff that he's been getting, Kohli as a captain is the only Indian captain that has never scored a century in an entire calendar year. I know we were we were bothered somewhat by by COVID, but then there were opportunities when I play, you know. We are, uh, and but but in no no format of the game did play. And it's the only Indian captain that has that has, that has happened 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 too. 
so with, for, for all the all the praises and so forth, you know, um, we know that he's a prolific guy, but when it comes to batting and so forth, especially ODIs. But even that, he's sort of fading right now. And there's no question that Barbara Zam is really the premier batsman right now in, in all categories of the game, in all the three formats. Um, we could, could almost say four because now the, 10, the T10 is so popular now. But um, but uh, in the three that he played in, Barbara Zam is really um, the the man, and we have often discussed here that they're always always talking about the was it the big four or yeah, Root, um, Williamson, um, Coley, uh, was it and and Steve Smith, and uh, that you you never hear them mention about Barbara Zam, but he's smashing all the records, all those the ODI records that were were set by Coley. He's just demolishing all those records, um, just like who Coley um, was um, crush all the records that um, were set before him. So you gotta you gotta call Barbara Zan up there in in the top five right now. We seem That's to have it. lost Dennis, but um, I know Coley Coley having not been able to score century, but they seem to be so. He's such a um, a quality player. He doesn't. He didn't need to, to make a century note of the hardly. They still. They still rate him as the best. <laughs> but uh, you want to see your top gun score big runs for you, right? Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. For, for for a guy guy for statue, of course. Yeah, yeah. And that is something they have become accustomed to. Um, the Indians and of course we 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 all of us his fans because you you could um look and when you when you look at what Barbara Zam is doing. Um, uh, Williamson and and Root more recently when he played um, against India and uh, when you look at those guys they, they're producing and you know making hundreds after hundreds after hundreds and mm-hmm. and the, the man that was number one for how many years I mean number one as an ODI batsman um, he, he, he has just fallen off the boil as a matter of fact you know you have a lot of guys that you know just, just pass him by so he will have to do something to um, refine his game, and somebody was suggesting, and uh, of course I don't I don't think they look into that seriously, but who knows that he could watch Barbara Zam and he could refine some of some of his shows. I don't know if they'll take that seriously. Mm-hmm. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you now. No, we're hearing you. Good. Good. No, we're hearing you. Did you yes, put on your mute on us? I tell you. No, not deliberately. I think it's the system is okay. new to me, so it's possible my finger hit things that you did Yeah, well, Audley was saying that, that um, Coley is the only Indian captain who has never not scored a century in a, in a, in this, in a calendar year, or is it for his entire as a captain? No, yes. did you? No, no, no. For one, just a calendar year. Oh, yes, of course. Many thanks to that captain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but do, do you hold that against him, Dennis? Uh, no, not at all. Because you know his reputation goes in front. You know, and uh, he's shown that he's capable and he has the quality. He has the temperament, and yeah. he certainly has the ability to uh, do. Uh, you know, the important thing is that he's producing. You know, centuries or not, he's producing. So I think uh, he deserves what he's getting. He's India golden boy. India yes, golden but, boy. 
my question to Audley, were we speaking of U.S. dollars? I mean, uh, the dollars yes. is this. Yes, U.S. US dollars. Yes, it's U.S. dollars. They convert. Yeah, they yeah. convert it to U.S. dollars. Yeah, because yeah. last week we talked about the India dollar in crows. India crows, right. Yeah, and okay. we didn't know the, the exact equivalent. So Jayton sent that to me you know, earlier this week. So I said I'll save it just to tell the panelists because I didn't look look it up. You probably can look up the equivalent on the Internet. But so so th- this, this payment is for the series, the... No, no, no. As a contract for the year. Contract for the year. For the year. Oh, it's like a salary yeah. for the year. Okay. I've, yes. Yeah. You know what they get to play in it every time they represent India in a in a test match. International matches. Inter- international. Sorry. Yeah. Just like the West Indies contract. I think the max is about 100, 150 thousand, and all the. Uh, they are in U.S. dollars. They are quoted in U.S. dollars. So this is a yearly salary. Yeah. but it's a mm-hmm. yearly salary, yes. not a not a per yes. match yes. salary. Yeah. And okay. each year it's been revised. So you know, some players will get get demoted, others will be elevated. You know, and and some will be will drop out completely. So <laughs> it it's gonna it's gonna depend on their performance over the year and the different series that they have played. Randy Trophy, uh, uh, when they represent India and so forth. So they will be um, assessed and each year a contract is given. So some will miss out on a contract while others are elevated. Um, some may get promoted from from C to B or from B to A and so forth. And that, that's how they do it yearly. Okay. So, uh, so Australia, you, oh, Australia oh, did the same thing. Australia mm-hmm. did the same thing, and and um, um, you would never believe that um, they, Matthew Wade, they, many times the instigator, the one that really um, do do the sledge and support. He missed out on a contract. Matthew Wade missed out on a contract. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's not in in this, and they cut back um, because they can. Uh, usually, contract is like between twenty and I think sixteen or seventeen players. And with what's going on with, with, with COVID now, they cut back, I think, to the 16 to the bone. And mm-hmm. um, a, a few of the guys, I think Head, Travis Head, um, former vice, vice captain or, or something, one of the former, he missed out on a contract as well. So, question, oddly, the contract yes. is given by the, the, the national board, yeah, cricket Australia or cricket right. West Indies are yeah they that they, they contract the players, and um, yes, they they, so, they they contract the players from the, the board did, does that. And how does that fit in with the contracts that they sign for, say, the IPL or? No, uh, domestic contract is different. That's totally different. That's totally different. So, um, so that's 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 their money they work when they are not assigned to play cricket for the country. And uh, they have to get an NOC from the, from whatever body they are from, whether it's Cricket Australia, um, South Cricket South Africa, or whatever. Uh, that money is there is a different money. It, where when it comes to the West Indies, um, I, don't, I don't know the, if this goes for all the different countries, but the the West Indies Cricket Board or Cricket West Indies were getting a part, a, a percentage of those. Um, Contract at yes. the time. Yes. I, I don't remember. Leon yes. could remember if it's 10%, 5% or what. Mm-hmm. 
the second right. portion of this. And that's one the question yeah. I had from Mr. Shallow last week, but we didn't have the time to to know how that money is shared because whatever they get from India for the players that are, are being drafted at IPL, it has to be shared with the clubs that they represent in their local, say, for instance, you represent Melbourne in, in Jamaica. Westerns Cricket Board will have to give part of what was given to them from India to Melbourne. And then Melbourne returned, obviously, may, I don't think they'll turn anything over back to the player again because he has already been paid. Yeah, right, so, right. Yeah. But we want to welcome Virgil. Virgil, early. Uh, get you early out of your sleeping mode. You know, at 6.30 now, we do have the Walter Henry birthday hour, so that's why we bring you in. Good evening to you. You have Audley and Dennis, and you got people listening and some other folks listening. So why don't you come on in and say hello to them? Virgil once, Virgil twice. Okay, Audley. Uh, let's go then. We are going to be entering the what can we birthday hour and the anniversary celebrations. and gentlemen to the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. It's a time of the evening and we take a look at the cricketing fraternity and we say happy birthday. And for you, it's when you can call in. It's 515-605-9850. 515-605-9850. Say happy birthday, happy anniversary. Get well or just give us a call. And yep, it's the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. And as we go along, of course, at uh, some, um, as we go along, occasional footnotes as we go along. Okay, today is the 25th of April, 20, uh, 2021, of course. And um, let's start with some birthdays. Uh, at least Omar McLeod out of Jamaica. He celebrated his birthday. He's 27 years old today. Yeah, he mm. represents Jamaica. He won the gold medal in 110 meters hurdles in, I think, Olympics and in World Cup. So, and he's also a, a guy that runs sub-10 in 100 meters flat. So he's a good athlete. Omar McLeod, he's 27 years old today. And Leon's grandson, I don't know how old he is, Akeem Morris. Akeem Morris, he'll be two, two. He's celebrating two, two. today. He's two, two. double two today. Yeah, yes, double two today. Akeem Morris, Leon's grandson. Yeah, 22 years old today. And I can, uh, Mr. Mar- Mr. Francis, take that um, hat off your head here. It's, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to burst. I know you're very proud of him. <laughs> yeah. Very yeah. proud of the young man. I'm, right, I'm, right, I'm, wearing, right. I'm wearing an Indian cap. Uh, okay, okay, okay. 
All right. So I know you'll come back and, and, and deal with that. I don't know yeah. if we're going to have a connection. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, so we move on. Uh, Fred Price from England along with Mike Salvi. Mike Salvi is 73 years old today. Monte Parnasal, 59 years old. Joe Chamberlain is 52 years old. And B.J. Fry is <laughs> gone a long time. was born way 1812. Martin from uh, New Zealand uh, is 41 years old today. Melon Pascal from Grenada, 39 years old today. Roy Marshall from Barbados, way back in the 1900s. Gary Kotsier from South Africa, 68 years old today. Uh, Jamie Sidon from Australia, 57 years old. Sanjira Rangatunga from Sri Lanka, 52 years old. Glenn Burkett Johnson, 52 years old, also from Zimbabwe. John Neglenda from East Africa, 81 years old. And Kim Garth, 52 years old, from Ireland. For tomorrow, we have... Uh, Singer Taros Riley, she's royal, so royal. He'll be 42 tomorrow. Uh, former First Lady Melina Trump will be 51 years old. And our friend and colleague um, Vinod, Vinod Manton, Vinod Manton, he'll be celebrating tomorrow. I don't know how old, but uh, he's young enough. So Vinod Manton, happy birthday to you. He'll be celebrating tomorrow, the 26th. Mark, also... Um, Baseball player Aaron Judge, you're talking about the giant here, 6'6". Aaron Judge, he'll be 29 years old tomorrow. And another giant, Kim Duncan, he's 6'11". Yes, he will be 46 tomorrow. And the thing about him, he played 19 seasons for the Spurs. And every year, they went to... The playoffs. Every year in 19 years of representation, they've been to the playoffs. That's a good record. All right, Marty Bell, uh, 51 years old from England. Lenny Davis also from England, 36 years old. Uh, Bibi Anderson from South Africa, 47. Dick Howard from New Zealand. Uh, Jody Bennett from Australia. Uh, he's uh, 50 years old tomorrow. Charles Calloway. Peter Hanscom will be 30 years old tomorrow. And Mir- Miriam Butt from Pakistan, 36. Anne Marie McDonald from Ireland, 58. VK Ramaswamy from India, 76 years old. Um, for the 27th, Ivor's son, Vaughn, will be celebrating his birthday. Ivor's son, Vaughn, happy birthday to you. And Cardinal's sister, Ella, will also be celebrating her birthday on the 27th. All right, so happy birthday to you guys. Um, then we have Jeremy Sharp from England and um, Bill Comston from England and June Embry female cricketer uh, also out of England Peter McIntyre John McLean from Australia Hamish Rutherford from New Zealand 32 years old Imran Khan from South Africa 37 years old 
Khalid Wazir. Uh, born back in 1936, we'll be celebrating also. And we have Regan West from Ireland, celebrating a birthday also. And it's the anniversary of uh, that ball, the fastest ball ever recorded in the history of, say, of cricket, when Shakib Shoaib Akhtar, Akhtar clocked 100.40 miles an hour in an ODI versus New Zealand to Craig McMillan. So it happened in 2002. So we're talking about some 19 years ago. Shoaib Akhtar, yes, from um, Pakistan. 28, we have thing out of Jamaica, General Degree, celebrating also. And um, the Australian men won their third consecutive World Cup and that was held in Barbados. They beat Sri Lanka in the finals. Al Valentine out of Jamaican Chanel Gabriel, who will be turning 33 on the 28th of April. Shuman Sugar Patel from the United States, who turned 24. Hilton Ackerman and Trevor Quick Ackerman, both, of, they're, they're both celebrate the bonus, share the same birthday. Um, they'll be 74 years old. Got Denley from Ireland, 24 years old. Mike Burley, also for, he's from England. Ajit Pai uh, will be 76 from India. Andy Flower from Zimbabwe will be 53. Craig Wright, 33 out of Scotland. And Judge Singleton, Australia, also will be celebrating. Um, Lydia McKenzie, I think she has something to do with Mr. McKenzie. So oh, let's hope he be, he'll be coming on a little later, Mr. Yes. McKenzie. Um, Andre Russell, yes. Andre Russell, the 29th, will be 33 years old. Andre, as he's called, J. Russ, yeah, will be 33 years old. Brian Tabor from Australia, uh, from Wikikeeper, 81 years old. James Faulkner, 31 years old. Marvin Harvey, also from Australia. Phil Tufnell will be 55. Sydney and Dudley Rippon also celebrate their birthday. Ashish, Ashish Reina uh, from India, 42 years old. Ashish Neera, 42 years old. Trent Johnstone from Ireland, 47 years old. And Stephen Beard from Namibia um, will be 29 years old on the 29th. So we have for the 30th, Sister Marva Jones here in uh, our neck of the wood. Marva will be celebrating her birthday. Happy birthday to you, Marva, on the 30th of April. And it goes, she's be celebrating along with Barrington Levy out of Jamaica. Barrington Levy will be 57 years old. And one sad little one is that Benny King, you understand she's gone yes she's gone again yes benny king that benny king he died um years ago benny king left us here um in australia we have ian healy will be 57 years old on the 38th johnny briggs walter kinton and also alan wheaton all Englishmen. Rohit Sharma from in- India will be 34 years old on the, 
the 30th. Chris Morris from South Africa, they share the same birth date. He'll be 34 also. Anton Murray, also from South Africa. And we have Andy McBride from Ireland. He'll be 28 years old. And Ashke Hamraj, 20, 25 years old, out of Scotland. Finally, for the first of May, we'll be saying May Day, May Day on Saturday. Um, the Empire State Building was opened back in 1931. Yes, the 1st of May will be 90 years old, 90 years since it's been opened. Empire State Building. Then it was the tallest building in the world, Empire State Building. Sonny Ramadan from West Indies. Gordon Greenish to Gordon Now. Ikomida Willet, yes, all will be celebrating on the 1st of May. Mm-hmm. Now we have Mankad Patel from the United States, born in India. Yep. Rick Dolin and um, Joe Garney, um, all from Australia. We have Gulam Abbas, Idre Ali, and Tasim Asif, all from Pakistan. John Evans from England, Don Pringle from East Africa, Irish Jossop from the Netherlands, and Ryan here from Ireland. And this is what I have for you here right now, Ryan. Yeah. So back to you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Just want to welcome Jatin. And we, I think we had Virgil um, for a little while, but he seemed not to be talking. So, Jatin, why don't you say good evening to the friends and well-wishers and the, the panelists as well. Jatin? Jatin Patel. Yes, uh, good evening, everyone. Yes, good evening. good evening, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if you have a birthday or uh, some significant occasion to mention, but I just want to give you an opportunity to do that. Well, I already did celebrate it. Sachin Tendulkar's birthday and my daughter's birthday. And I'm okay. ready to celebrate Brian Lara's birthday the same day for my son's birthday. Oh, right. my goodness. <laughs> so it's just like coincidence <laughs> for me. I'm celebrating both ways. Yes, yes. Uh, Mr. Patel, if you listen to the Saturday morning entertainment program, we did highlight those yesterday morning as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Good, good, good. Thank okay. you. Yes, we highlight your daughter's birthday, Mr. Mackenzie's daughter, <laughs> and some more. Right? Oh, okay, we yeah. do not want for that day like only. It. Yes. Okay. <laughs> How about you, Dennis? Do you have some important no. dates to no. bring to attention? No. no birthdays or anniversary at this time uh, of the year from from my side. Okay, well, let me go and say salute my little grandson. Is Mr. Aki, Adrian Aki Morris, and he is celebrating twenty-second birthday to year day today, and today is significant because you know it's um. 22 years since I got a ticket. <laughs> I was even coming up. <laughs> I went from Miami to see my first and only grandson. And the cop uh, pulled me over. Put it the right way, Leon. You're, Leon, put it the right way. You're speeding up 
to see your first and only grandson. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that's the case. That's the case. And I say, Pop, I have my first, my first grandson that is born, and I'm just trying to get up there and early to see him quickly. He said, well, let me raise his ticket fast and give it so I can get up there faster, quicker. So, <laughs> no, he didn't say that, but I made that up. But, uh, it's as if that were the case. But I just, I'm so happy to have a grandson and a present young man and today. He has gone fishing. He came by and we wish him birthday. He had a breakfast with us. He's gone fishing. That's his hobby. And some friends took him out fishing. And when they're on the sea, the internet has been lost for sure. I cannot call him and bring him on the show. But chances are we'll get him on sometime in the future. Also want to bring to your attention, folks, that my great grand no I call great nephew is born on tomorrow, twenty sixth, Fiona, Fiona Fiona Francis, um, in Nova Scotia to my, my brother's son, child. And um she's celebrating a birthday tomorrow or will be tomorrow. And also my niece over there in New York. Dwayna Francis, 426, she has graduated and she's very much involved in her father. So I want to just offer my congratulations to them. Fiona, I haven't met you. Dwayna, I haven't seen you for a number of years, but I want you well. I hope we will continue to bless you. And I hope you go be good and faithful to the rest of our family. So those are my, my my wishes. I don't get anyone else or you have your say. Being dropped. Yeah, you're you're breaking up. Yeah, you're really breaking up. I don't know. Yes, coming through, break, breaking up in pieces. Okay. You're hardly audible. You're hardly audible. You know, I can hardly hear you. I will. Uh, Leon, I, don't I will agree. Wanna... I agree with with Aud- with Audrey. I can. You're breaking up and uh... badly, badly. I don't know if you want to put on a song or something and try to rectify no, what's I'm going on back there. You're definitely. All right. So, so um, yeah, I'll go ahead from this point and give Leon some time to solve. That little hiccup. Uh, yeah, well, I have uh, two other birthdays. No, well, another birthday. And it just happened to, yeah, I, I did mention Marvel already. Um, but I have a friend up in Canada, Ben Jones. Uh, so we have Ben Jones and Marvel Jones. <laughs> no, no, really, no relation. Who knows? You know, they're, they're both from Jamaica. Uh, so, yeah, Ben is listening um, up there in, in, in Canada. And Marva. Um, will be celebrating, of course, on Friday. Ben is the 27th, Tuesday. So that's what I have here for my birthdays. And, of course, I think um, um, Virgil will be calling in about his brother, that, his brother Michael, that celebrated his birthday yesterday. But uh, then we're having probably He's not live. Um, um, Leanne is trying to bring him in, but um, he's not able to do that. So... We 
continue working on that one. Oh, so okay. I'll just say then we have come yep. to the end of the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. And we just want to say thanks to you guys who have been listening and continue to listen over in Europe and in Australia, in India, all parts of Asia, right here in the United States of America, and of course in the Caribbean. We're happy to have you join us here on Sundays. We know that um, there are other things that's happening, but you have stayed with us, and we just want to let you know that we really appreciate you doing that. And for all those, of course, who will be going back in the archives to listen to the program, we we just want to say welcome, and we appreciate you, you know, going on the website and listening to what we have discussed um, Sundays after Sundays. We just appreciate you, and just tell your friends, and because our real our aim is to spread cricket right here in the United States and around the world, because we know yeah, cricket is an international game. It's the only it's the only game that really brings people together, if I may say so. Because, um, um, like for us in the West Indies, um, there you know, we are from different islands. Leon, Leon is from um, Antigua, Antigua, Barbuda. Um, I'm from Jamaica. I think Mr. my friend Dennis is from Jamaica, but an international man just like Simon, who is from um, some. Uh, I just forget. But you know, we are some are from Nevis. We're from different places. And what really brought us together? It's cricket, right? Cricket. And that's why we are here together on Sundays talking about cricket. So this has been the Walter Henry Birthday and Anniversary Hour. Join us next Sunday, of course, at our new time. This week was the second week at 6.30, when once again we'll present the Walter Henry Birthday and Anniversary Hour. Leon, are you available? Yes, thank you very much, Audley. Are you hearing me now? Okay. Yes, I'm hearing a plane and clear. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. We have a little hiccup here, so we'll have to make sure that we take it. And uh, we are having some very difficult time here at, in the studios, but we will we'll contest, contend. So, Jason, what's on your mind? Tell me what's going on over in with um, the ITF. Well, as I said last week, Chennai Super King, after five games, everyone played CSK back in the top position, followed by Delhi. Then you have Bangalore. They lost the first game against the Chennai Super King today. And then you have the followed by Mumbai Indians. So uh, at the moment, looks like no one has a losing track means everyone has at least one one game another way around no one is a clear winner like one all games no everyone has at least one loss so it's in the balance this is just five games out of 14 and we are expecting so much competitive cricket and i will say uh, my expectation, just like last year, I don't think the playoff will be decided until we reach uh, maybe 13th game out of 14. And that's a tough situation is. And uh, some of the good teams with the experience is about to bounce back. 
just like the Chennai Super King, they lost the first game. But since then, they come back and won four in a row. And then we have Royal Challengers who won all previous four games, but now they lost. So it's a, it's a very hard to say, but the IPL is just like that. And it's like even performance. Sometimes team does very well at the beginning and they fall out. And uh, sometimes they start horribly and come back and uh, get into the playoff. One clear example was last year, King Zilean Punjab. I think it was halfway. They had lost almost everything, and they were at the bottom of the table. And then they put the Chris Gale in, and uh, they turned around the table, and eventually they made the playoff. So it's a very hard to say, but I can say one thing is sure that IPL is living with the expectation. They are putting the real show, competitive cricket. That's what it's all about. There are a lot of players. What we can see is not being used, like the Hyderabad team did not use the Ken Williamson for first couple of games. I don't know the reason. But uh, looks to me, if they start using their potential players to come back into the game, the results will change, and that's what we're expecting. But, but anyway, look at it. Looks yeah. like it's uh, going the show. And uh, today, I don't know if you guys missed it or not. Rajendra Jadeja put 37 runs in the last over. That that's like <laughs> hard to believe, you know. But, uh, there's a lot of things are coming up from the IPL. I will say, all the records out there, someone can break it. That's the IPL is. They are not just improving, but day by day, we can see the performances. Like somebody's turning around games, somebody's doing on a bowling side. But the beauty is about every game, you can expect some entertainment. I have a question for JT. Go ahead. The, the, the game today, the Delhi Capitals and the Sunrisers, we know the Super Over was used for the first time. And, uh, in, in this series, in this in this series, the Super yeah. right? But my question comes down to this: Was it such a great idea using a, a Super Over to decide the tie, or why not use the traditional uh, wickets lost or run rate? Because surely that would have been a whole lot easier. But the Super Over, I'm not sure. Do you think it worked? Is it something that we should be? looking to, um, you know, encourage in, in our T20 matches? Or was this just one of those things designed specifically to get the fans' attention? What do you think? Well, I will say I believe this is the second version of uh, deciding that single over. When the first time happened, it was, I believe, India-Pakistan game in South Africa uh, way back in 2008. And they tried that soccer way, like they had a five ballers, yeah, five ballers on both sides, and they tried to ball uh, at the stumps without even batsmen. Is it like a penalty kicks in soccer? You know, mm-hmm. only goalie is there, and you're trying to kick the ball in. And uh, that is what exactly they tried. And uh, Pakistan last lost it, I think, uh, at the three-two or something, because uh, Indian ballers used to hit the stumps and Pakistan bowler missed the stumps, okay? So from there, I think this is the second version came out. They decided to put the batsmen. So it's a even, 
I think policies are the same. Like you have a, uh, any batsman can come back and play, uh, but you are allowed to have maximum two wickets. So that means only three batsmen can bat in. And uh, I think it's uh, my opinion, this is the best way to do it. Uh, the reason for that, uh, if you look at the other way, let's say if you go by the number of wickets or if you go by the number of sixes or number of fours or something, then this uh, tie becomes the meaningless to me because uh, the team batting second is fighting for everything and they are bringing together the soul where you can expect that the game is tied means they work hard to balance the scorecard. So now in this situation, you have to give the advantage to the team batting second as well as you must give a fair chance to the team batting first. And that is what this super over is all about. You can get back. And if you look at the way the protocol is, the team batting second is the bats first. And then the team batting first in a real game is batting second. So this way, it's a fair chance for the both teams to prove it. You got extra over, you can go out and bat, and let's see what the outcome is. So it's a, not just a real entertainment for the fan, but in my opinion, this is the fair way to decide the game, rather than let it go with the tie. But in today's game, did you did you note that the Delhi Capitals had a superior run rate? They also had lost less wickets in the match. So I guess it's kind of fitting that they actually came out on. Did they come out on top today? No, they they didn't. They lost that, didn't they? Even though they had the superior run rate and lost less wickets in in their innings at bat. Well, again, again, there's a lot of things uh, we can do, plus and minus balances. Like, for example, let's say team batting first scores some runs on a last ball, but the team batting second scores that run to equal on a fifth ball, but unfortunately sixth ball was a dark ball, okay? So we can think about it. Hey, previous team cannot be a winner because this team scores little bit earlier than the previous team, right? Then you have number of wickets. Then you have a strike rate. Then you have a run rate. There is a runs per wicket. There are so many formulas they can come out with it. But I believe this is the simplest way for the fans to understand what is tiebreaker and what they're trying to achieve in that super over. You know, and uh, is a... If you look at it, we had the controversial situation in the last World Cup when India, England, uh, and then New Zealand both tied up and they went to the Super Over. And even in the Super Over, score was tied. But then, because of the policy, uh, they made the England win because they had a extra boundary or so compared to New Zealand, right? So this, uh, I will say, as long as it's a fair chance for the both teams. And the both team has to go for the certain rules as set for the procedure. I think it's even. So it's like there's a lot of things need to be done, but I believe this uh, format is at the moment we are not expecting too many tie games. Like this one is, we are about like one third games in IPL, so it's about 19, 20 games, or maybe more than 20 games, and this is the first tie. So we don't expect the tie. But unfortunately, it does at some point. 
and uh, I think super war is a good idea at the moment. What what we can, can, can I come in later? Can, 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 can I come in here? Something. Let me ask this because I isn't it tournament the condition of the tournament that you have super overs if in fact they are leveled at the end of each. Your voice is breaking, Leon. I cannot hear you. Yeah. Yeah. You, you start breaking up again, Leon. Yeah. Yeah. Breaking up. Okay. It's hard to hear. Anything. Host. I definitely have interference. Host. Things is wrong because we stood fine. And the interference. You're not coming through. You're not. You're not coming through. Um, yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. You're not coming through. Yeah. We're being interfered with. That's all I can right now. But um, oh, okay. Let, let, let me ask a question. You try fix, fix that because you're, not, you're really not coming. We're not getting what you're saying plainly at all. You just got, you know, just just like that. So you're gonna try and fix that one. Um, I was I was saying that Dennis is that um, um, in, in the past what you're talking about that was what that that was what used to happen. Right, yes. determined by the amount of sixes or or the amount yes. of fours if they were tied with the sixes, with the four. But it it has been changed, and even even in the World Cup, in the in the 50 over match with England and and uh, New Zealand, um, the ICC has also ruled that in the future they are not they, they'll play a second super over. They are not going to decide whether it's by sixes or fours and stuff like that. They are going to make it play play out on the field. Instead of instead of um, staying in some boardroom or some place and work out who the winners, who the winner who the winner turned out to be, they they want to make um, make each side have equal opportunity. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you you know you know you, you lost more wickets or whatever. But as long as the scores are level at the end of the allotted overs, then you choose the people you want to go out and bat on your bowler. And if it just just happened that it's still tied after the first super over, you go again and and give a second super over and and so forth. So I think uh, Mr. Correct. Patel, I'll agree with Mr. Patel. That's the easiest way. That's the easiest way for them to decide that instead of going using the computer, oh you do point so and you do what, what you know whatever. No, get out on the field and uh, that's what the ICC has decided because as I said. Um, they, they, they form a way. Um, sometimes we just turn, turn up to be heartbreakers. So hardly the best and, thing. Hardly enjoyed I Speaking of the super over, did you note in the Nepal Tri Nation T20 International that the Duckworth Lewis rule was used to uh, decide the match between the Netherlands and Malaysia who tied? That. that, that Duckworth Lewis was you no because of because there was there was rain or something in yes, the match because of rain. did not get yeah because of rain not because of the tide but because of rain they could not bowl the, 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 the allotment of overs so the okay. Duckworth Lewis comes in right there and, and give them a reduced number of uh, of runs yes. to get and point then uh, they did not make it so it's not it's not a time match yes point taken point taken. Yes, indeed. Are you hear me, folks, now? Yes, uh, we're hearing, we hearing you now. Yes. Yes, indeed. Okay. Well, someone is um, interfering with the the studios inside. I I beg to, because I tested that and it's coming too clear. 
Okay, so as we were saying, uh, Mr. Dennis, you, you, you got the gist because my understanding yeah. is that the rules that were set up for the tournament, it could have been determined another way, but obviously they go. Yeah, no, I, I do. A tiebreaker. I do. I thought it, it was exciting, though. I thought it was exciting. I can tell you one thing. The super over, mm-hmm. super over is just the one over extra over. And after that, means if the game is still tied after the super over, that they are not going for the extra over. Game is over. And I believe those criteria, just like they use against uh, that World Cup final, it comes in a place, like who score more boundaries. No, but but that's the ICC decided factor. that they are not going to do that again, Jason. Jason, ICC decided that if they should be, yes, if they are still tied, yes, they are going to go but for I a think, second. Yeah, but I think so uh, I don't know IPL, rule the IPL. Yeah. IPL has the same thing. I know that maximum one over as a super over. That's it. After that, there is a, some other calculation comes in a place, and I believe that guard will be either run rate or the number of boundaries. I can dig out that information, but I know for sure that they are not bowling more than 21 overs. Yes, folks. So let, let, me, let me just say that you're listening to the cricket show, Leon Francis host with Audley Watson, Dennis Heath, and also... Jason Patel and listening are Ivor Henry and Murchis Nesbitt and some other folks. Uh, we just want to thank you for listening and thank you for that bearing with us. Uh, we had a little bit of technical difficulty, but we just want ask that you bear with us as, until we get it fixed. The matter has been reported to the um, technicians and the studios back in New York. Hopefully they'll have it fixed in a jiffy. So as you were saying, Jason... Did I put it in between? I think we have pretty much completed that tone there. No, I want I want to just siphon on after something else because I feel right now that the switch hitting is something that the that the tournament organizers and the ICC should look into because a, a batsman has a chance to switch, meaning that he can turn left and and bat right. And but, hook you, and you don't have a chance to set the field when once you set the field, you yeah, can't just yeah. move the field. What, what, what say you guys? And this uh, happened well, in the Super I can Over jump in first. I will say, yes. I will say that the rules supposed to be changed. Once the batsman takes the stance, is not allowed to go for those reverse. Uh, reverse sweep is okay. But the switch yes. is supposed not to be allowed. Just like once you right. have the empire bowling right arm over, you are not allowed to bowl with the left arm, right? And why you need exactly. for the batsman to do as a freedom, okay? That's number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, in this IPL, if you look at, I would say lots of non-strikers are taking a huge advantage, leaving the crease early before even ball release. Now, I believe they need to stop this nonsense, period. Yes, because yep. as per the law, you're supposed not to leave the crease until the ball has been delivered. And if the baller is does, then you are talking this man kidding and leaving the crease and not following sportsmanship. So the rule first, are you following the rule as a non-striker? So in my opinion, they need to change these things. And uh, way I look at it, if the batsman is taking off, means leaving the crease before ball has been delivered, it's supposed to be automatic run out. 
<laughs> okay, I, I well, think so. I think something ought to be done. You, so, Leon, you will recall that uh, a, a couple of weeks back I brought this up as a, a question, you know, as to why it is allowed, because mm. the bowler must maintain a certain field level. For example, he cannot put more than uh, two men behind the wicket on the leg side. So yes. why should the batsman uh, be able to take advantage of this? So per, my personal opinion is that it should be outlawed if it's done. You know, no, no yes. ball should be called and uh, possibly it should be outlawed totally. You know, yes, I mean, yes, it, yes. I, I, I saw it and I said, well, this, this has definitely has to. I remember when you brought that up, but we let it passed by, but no, it has come to a point that, you know, you you have to do something with it. And uh, it's, a terrible, uh, I, it's a, a great advantage. I think the only reason it's not outlawed already is because um, the, the T20 is basically a Batman game. You know, people are coming to see the, the, the excitement, the sixes and the fours, and they Switch hit the reverse uh, sweep and everything. That should be no, and we know, we know no criteria, we know oddly. It couldn't, huh? That should be no criteria. You come to see I know, good I know. It's, a, it's a disadvantage for the bowlers, especially for the yeah. bowling team. You know, we, we, we know that. And uh, it, it, it's been happening for a while and nothing's been done about it. So maybe the ICC may step in, you know, and they may just step right in and, and, and change things. In the meantime, in the meantime, it's been it's been used, and and, and that's why when a bowler excel in T20, you really have to stand up and give him his dues because um with the uncertainty of the stance and and, and everything, um you, you know, it's it's hard it's hard on the bowlers you know it's hard on the bowlers. Mm-hmm. And then I, I don't think. To another... Go ahead. Go ahead. Danny, no, I was going to switch the topic and and go to another point as we on the IPL. But if you have another point pertaining to the point we are, we are talking on now, go ahead and then let's... Well, I can add to that. I can add mm-hmm. to that. that. If they don't want to change the rule about leaving the crease, the popping crease, I will say change the non-striker's position. He need to start behind the stump line, just like the baller days, and then you take mm-hmm. off. So that will take that elimination of that. Uh, sportsmanship and cheating world, we call it. I've seen this one of the uh, picture. This batsman is almost two yards out of the popping no. at the moment of the delivery. I mean, like, <laughs> you let it go. If you say this is unsportsman's thing to let him run out, then the, what's the point of these rules? There got to be some mm-hmm. rules which can help the fielding yeah. side, you know? Mm-hmm. Did anyone note the um, the match, the Super 1, Super over, that there was a switch hit that took place in this match? Well, that's, this? That, that's what, that will make me brought it up today because I noticed that there was a switch hit. And that's yeah. what I said. That's why okay. it caused me to bring it up tonight. Yeah, definitely. Up and another, another thing before we move on for the IPL. Jatin, you, the other day I heard you were saying that Mumbai Indians are... Uh, are still in line? Are, are you still in in favor? I think I think I think. I'm uh, up for it. I'm up for <laughs> it. Just wait. Just wait. Okay. Uh, if you look at the Mumbai Indian uh, uh, fiasco, I call it. It's a disappointing. 
uh, in the very first game when they lost to Royal Challengers, they lost almost three or four wickets in last over, right? And then in the three more games, if you look at it, at critical stage, they are losing wickets. And they are not the turning around the game. And their main click, we call it, which is the Kiran Powered and uh, Hardik Pandya, they are not triggering the momentum they used to last year, okay? But let me tell you, the nightmare is over. Mumbai Indians played those games in a Chennai, which is uh, known for the turning track. And that's what it, this middle order failed. Now, they switch the ground. They are not playing anymore in Chennai. So just wait for the next game and few games, I will say. Mumbai Indians is coming back. This is what exactly happens with the Chennai Super King too. Because sometimes, if you are not used to especially in Indian conditions, in the subcontinent, we call it. Mumbai is a way west. Chennai is a southeast, where the Calcutta is a way east. And if you look at the weather-wise and the ground condition, it creates the different environment. And it's a very hard to bat on, especially in Chennai, than you bat in the Bombay, means the Mumbai. So now, because of the switching grounds, I believe the some of the teams going to bounce back and the team is going in Chennai as a rotation, we're going to have some difficult time to keep winning. Well, what are your thoughts there, Mr. Gentlemen, let me welcome Mr. McKenzie. He has just woken up. Good evening to you, Mr. McKenzie. How are you, sir? Thank you very much. Sorry to be a bit late this evening. Mm-hmm. I had something on the pot cooking. <laughs> so I'm sorry about that. But anyway, just like just enjoy joining your good guys on this program. I will close up and listen to you guys. We are happy to have you too and hope all is Thank well you. in your neck of the woods and with your family. And you have a niece that is having a birthday today. Do you even come to say hello to her or you say wish her well? Is it am I correct in saying that? Yep, you're right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay, that, so that was just that was did. yesterday. That was yesterday. Yeah, well, yeah, well we celebrated. And there's today, so, so. and there's another Mackenzie here that I think he's involved. No, 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 no. That must be a counterfeit. No. Welcome to the show, well, buddy. I, I I just want to let you know that he was done yesterday and he's done today again. So great that you. We're able to celebrate. We say you. We, we, we're, we're saying perhaps you may be out celebrating, but then nevertheless, join the conversation. So, Mr. Jatin, uh, as you were saying, anything else new? No, nothing much from my side. What okay, about this so, question? What What about this question, Leon? How well, are the West right Indian the West Indian players? faring in the IPL so far? Because I looked and I can see, you know, I haven't seen any real outstanding performances to date. What does the other members of the group think? made 40 the other day. Well, I was answer your question. I would say lukewarm. That's how I describe it. Lukewarm. Russell, Narine, Hetmeyer, I don't know what happened to Jason Holder. Bravo, Bravo is made at 20-something, but that's down right, you know. And Koran in his team is bowling so well. 
I will say lukewarm. Gail, Gail make two, two forties. Gail make oh. two forties. Yeah, but I'm already. Go ahead, go ahead, um, Audley. Yeah, uh, uh, Gail, Gail, let me add. He he made a a, a forty, and then I think yesterday's game or not too, you know, he made another another forty. But he has been mainly yeah, low, um, fifteen, eight, and years. And stuff like that. And eleven. Fab- and eleven. Yeah, Fab- mm-hmm. Fabian came in. Um, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I didn't get to follow no, up. Um, nine, nine off. Oh, he made nine, and he didn't get. To, I think he bowled one over, and got fifteen runs in one over. I, I would always say lukewarm, hot and cold, uh, or not up to, not up to expectation. And I don't know what happened to Jason Holder. He had a good match. He had a three four. Three four and um, they dropped him the other day, or they 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 didn't play him because of of the overseas allotment. So nobody is turning. The, and Puran is there and there about too. So they're not Puran putting them. Oh, well, well, I don't know if anybody feels different to me. Yeah? <laughs> I don't even. And Hetmeyer, well, he, he's his team one against. Against Mumbai Indian, and he was the one who hit the run, running um, score, run. So, but all in all, I would say not up to the usual standard. That is my assessment. And of, and of course, the, the West Indian hmm. pool has shrunk, and uh, over the years, so we have less and less guys to look out for from the Caribbean. And when mm-hmm. when they're getting the opportunity, and we're, uh, you know we're looking for them to shine, they're not living up to um, our expectations. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know if anybody sees any any differently, but I don't think they're up to up to scratch. Gail is performing better than the younger ones. I don't think anybody else has ever passed forty for the West Indies. Russell Russell is a shadow of himself, you know. Well, he, he mm-hmm. yeah, he he made, he made one, one good score, one, one, one good, good score, score yeah. and when when it looked yeah. like everything was dead and dusted, himself uh, and um, Jameson, I think Rayudu, one of Kartik, and then um, the the Australian Cummins, um, the Australian fast bowler there, now look like all rounder. Um, you know, brought mm. the game back, and yeah, they lost by eighteen. But when when you look on the context of the game, when when Russell went in. They were 30 out for five. So um, the commentators, everybody was saying they're going to have an early night, you know, because the, the other side made, I think, 221 or 222. And, and with one side down in, inside the power play, they were already 30, 32, I think, 32 for five. So they were looking for them to maybe all out for less than 100. And then Russell and Kartik. Uh, came in and really turned things around, and then that magnificent, um, I think, um, run by by Cummins, where he hit thirty, hit thirty runs in one over, yeah. thirty in one, you know, one over, yeah. and um, they eventually but, lost. Yeah. But then it was uh-huh. even the even the margin of the of the loss, you know, don't really bring out the, the excitement, you know, you know, the excitement what was in the game because, you know, they came back virtually from the dead and just lose it. You said yes. something, Leon, sorry. No, I was just asking. Someone scored 
wasn't it the, the day that who scored 30 odd runs in an over today? Sir, yeah, you said 37. Yeah. What was there yeah. no ball? 37. Got to be a no ball. Huh? Got to be a no ball. Huh? Was, well, was there no ball in? Yeah. is not an individual yeah. score. It has extras. But the 37 uh, total run for the team. Okay. Oh, okay. The team okay. was okay. In, in, in an okay. Okay, good. I didn't see it yet. So, yeah, that's Leon, can I switch? Go, go I have oh, a no, question. No, no, let me just finish up. Let me just finish up because, uh, Jatin, am I saying that you are saying that, that uh, Mumbai Indian is still the front runner in your book to win the championship, the three peaks? I will still say Mumbai Indian number one, Chennai Super mm-hmm. Team two, and Delhi three. These are the playoff contenders. Yeah, DC three, well, Chennai second, right? So Bangalore not in, Bangalore not in your first three, Denton? No. Who said Mumbai? Is it Mumbai? Um, Chennai. Mumbai, Chennai, and Delhi. And what about uh, Royal Challenge Bangalore? Their nightmare has already just started. They lost the first game <laughs> and now switch off this ground, you know, and uh, don't forget, at one point, they had a Abby de Valerius in the team. They had a Virat Kohli in the team. They had a Chris Gale in the team. Still, they did not win, okay? So Virat Kohli is a label traditionally. Like, he is not a championship contender, just like that, you know? And even they are making changes, I believe it will be very difficult for them to maintain this winning momentum they got in the initial stage because of the ground change. And the competition mm-hmm. is now firing up, I will say. A lot of teams are pumping their performance, and we have to see how they do. But these three teams with the experience and talented players, I think they're going to come out at the top at the end. Yes, the, the last match is a loss. They lost narrowly uh, because of things. But I think this is Kohli's year, man. I think Kohli's team is going to pull this off this year. I just see. So I back Mumbai all the way, but I, I'm just beginning to think that they, they never were like this before. And but just hope that they can pull it, pull it around. But I, I see the Kohli team has got to be doing real, real, real bad and go into a slump. And I don't see that happening. And yeah, so, but anyway, Mr. Dennis, you said you had a question. Is it pertaining well, to this or are you going to somebody, yeah, something yes. else? Because I, we want to try to. I, mm. I, I wanted to segue into the uh, Tri-Nation tournament, you know, Nepal, Netherlands. Oh, Malaya. Nepal and the, yeah. the Netherlands? Yeah. Yes. I, I really wanted maybe Jatin has some info on this one. I'm curious about the makeup of the Nepalese team. Is it a team of uh, expat, uh, or is it a team of native-born players? What can you tell us about? I'm really curious because they've done so well in these uh, in this tri- tri-nation uh, tournament, and I just wondered if they were all native-born players or expats. Against Holland, right? They, well, they've done. They've won three games out of. Uh, you know, they've done very well, yeah. and they mm-hmm. won the, the, the final. But 
it's a composition of the Nepalese team that I'm curious about. Are they um, expat players? You know, players from, from India, over, from India, and um, you know, other Pakistan, places. Uh, or were they? If he has any information on the composition of the team, you know. Do you enjoy him? I just have a feeling the teams are improving. They're playing more cricket, in, and they're in in other tournaments. They obviously are getting more practice, but you can't rule it out that Indians are going over and Pakistanis are going over to play in those tournaments and may may qualify to be in the the national team. But uh, that's my take. But they are not. They are definitely improving. Uh, look, remember, so, they have one of the world's best spinners, you know. Um, there's a young Nepalese spinner. Lamichani? Lam- Lamichani? Lamichani? Yeah, Lamichani, right. Yeah, Lamichani. And, and, okay. um, yeah, and, and, and there are other guys there that are very good. Um, we have to remember that um, teams like Kenya uh, uh, and some other teams in Africa, when you hear the, the, the names come up, it's pure like some Pakistani or Indian named Patel and, and all those stuff on the team because mm-hmm. they have they have large congregation, large section of the country that are that are Indians, you know, and mm-hmm. and you know anywhere Asians do anywhere the Asian goes, they're gonna play cricket, and so when the when the size is big, it's gonna be made up. The composition is gonna be made up mostly of Asian players. Look at the names, and 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 you will see. But uh, some of them are, are, are native-born, you know, to, to those countries. But, um, you know, maybe parents move, move there, move, um, you know, bases or whatever from earlier. And then, of course, anywhere they go, as I said before, if, if, you, have, if you have two Indian families in a country or in an island, you're going to have cricket played. Mm-hmm. And they're going to go on until they have children until, until they have a cricket team. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have to say I wasn't really, you know, attempting to criticize. I'm merely curious to know the composition. No, no, I'm, because... I'm not saying you're criticizing. Don't think you are undertaking it that way. Nobody's taking it that way, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's good to see it, you know, because for one, I did not realize the standard out in that far east area, Nepal, Malaya, was uh, as good as it appears to be now in the T20 era. And certainly Netherlands, I know, they have been knocking on the door for many, many years. They already played in World Cup when it comes right. to the mm-hmm. league. Right. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. And, so, and another, well, team, another team you watch is, is out of Hong Kong, you know? I, I, I haven't seen the Hong Kong team, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, but one other thing you have to take in we have to got to take a look at what they're doing to, you know, neck of the woods here in the Western League, because... You no longer can we take any team for granted because they are trying their utmost to to at least improve their their cricket. And uh, remember, we we went over to Nigeria and, and and got beaten. We went to Ireland one time and got beaten. You know, we take it for granted. So no longer are we going to be able to take it for granted because these teams wants to be up there in the ranking. They want to reach the World Cup. So you got to give it to them. They are taking pride in what they're doing and trying to strive to improve each and every time they they appear. So what can we say? We can just say we are going to do the same to bring our team up to the level with the others in the world and just 
don't take those teams lightly. Because Afghanistan, you see how far Afghanistan have, have come? Afghanistan have a, have a spinner who is classified or, or rated as the best in the world right now. I don't know if yeah, anybody Rashid knows. Khan, yeah. without a doubt. Without, yeah. a doubt, Rashid without Khan. any doubt. Yeah. Among the best. Yeah. So, West Indies can't support any individual player who is the best in the world today, can we? So we, we can't take that for granted. And you, you mentioned the other one, Lamachani guy there. The world class spinner too. He has played all over and has been able to get wickets. It's a pity I don't see him in the IPL, but the guy is, is world class. We, we saw him in the CPL and he has performed, you know, creditable. So let us not underrate them. Holland used to be a good team, but what happens, I don't know. Remember they had uh, quite a few uh, fast bowler, one who had the, the displeasure of um, hitting Yeah. Hit, 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 uh, well, they had a fast bowler who, who uh, did some damage to our coach, Phil Simmons, remember? A fast bowler from Holland who who, who hit, hmm. I think he hit, he hit, our oh, 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 CEO, not the CEO, but the director of cricket from Jamaica there. He, he Adam, Jimmy Adams, so, Jimmy Adams. Adams, one of them, he, Adams, and then one hit, hit Simmons as well. So we cannot take these teams for granted. They are learning the art and don't write them off. When you go, you've got a players if you're playing Australia, or you're playing India, or you're playing um, New Zealand. Anyone else? And they're going to put and they're going to do their best because if they, if you can beat a team like the West Indies or or Bangladesh or any any one of those teams that has test status, um, it's a big notch in their belt, you know, and you can't take mm-hmm. that away from them. So they're going to come out, uh, come full firing at you from all uh, on all cylinders. So you can't take them lay and rightly as you say for granted. No way, no way. So, folks, can we touch the Sri Lanka-Bangladesh test series? I thought that did some disservice to test cricket. Anybody feel the same way? Or am I... What were they playing for? For a draw? Or were they playing to kill test cricket? Well, somebody type in or something on the back, I guess. Uh, uh, some somebody... paper. Some paper. Sorry, yeah. Jeff. Shuffle, Gentlemen, right? I... I apologize. That was me. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you uh, but, yeah, go ahead. I, the Bangladesh, Sri Lanka. You know, I don't think they're trying to kill the game, but you have to look at it this way, Leon. Um, the, the Bangladesh batted first, and it must have taken them what two days to put on <laughs> 541 in set for seven. That means that there's three days remaining in the match. So Sri Lanka had to go out there and remember, coming from behind, they first had to, to avoid the follow-on, score as much as, uh, what, 300 plus or pretty much four, almost 400. So they took their time because they were really looking to not lose the match. So a, a shout out to, um, you know, Karuna Ratney, 244 runs he scored and De Silva in the same. You know, So I it was due to be a draw because of the massive total. Once Sri Lanka, uh, Bangladesh was unable to enforce the follow-on, it was almost impossible that it was going to get a result. That, that's my take do, on that. Do you, do you remember some years ago, Steve Smith came to the Caribbean and declared behind the first innings total for the West Indies? 
He declared. I remember. Audley, you remember that? I, I remember that, and, yes, I remember. And we went on to lose. Did you remember that too? But, Did we yeah, lose? But you're, you're, you know what happened in, in this game, um, Australia? They were on top at the time. So they could they could do things that uh, our ordinary team could not could not have done. The the thing with Sri Lanka, Bangladesh right now, it, don't don't forget, um Sri Lanka were beaten by by, by New Zealand. Uh, it was it New Zealand or or, or uh, Pakistan? One of them, uh, I forget mm-hmm. right now, who they're beaten by. And Bangladesh, of course, were beaten by the West Indies. Not our first team, may I, may I remind you of that. And um, those two teams, since that, I think, they were, I think they were beaten again by, if I'm not mistaken, did they go to, which team go to South Africa? Um, but, but, but whatever happened mm-hmm. there um, is that Pakistan both sides were playing not to lose. Both sides mm-hmm. were playing not to lose again. Because they, I don't think they mm. want to slip further down, down the, 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 the ranking ladder. And uh, mm-hmm. as I said before, uh, they play cautiously. Because one team putting on 541 for 70 clear, right? And the next team answered right in their reply, 648 for 8 clear. Um, we have to remember that a draw is also a result. It's not yeah, a win, it's not a loss. What is the result? But uh, as, as Dennis pointed out before, after making 541, you, first of all, you have to save, you have to bat to save the follow-on because if you get follow-on, then then your your, your position, you, you know, will have the advantage. So they went about their business in a timely, in a timely manner, and in so doing, even overhaul. The Zimbabwe score, which, which is no small thing because 541 in test match, you don't hear that every day. And they no. end up with 648 for eight. So I, I wouldn't say they're playing to kill cricket. Each one are playing to make sure that they, they, they don't lose a match. And um, mm-hmm. by building a big score, Bangladesh in the first innings and Sri Lanka surpassed that. It makes sure that there would have to be some dramatic collapse in the second innings. For, for any other any of the team think about winning because um oh, they, they, they they overall a big score five seven to one by by hundred and seven so so when Bangladesh ended up on a hundred for two they were still seven behind you know <laughs> well, at, at yeah, but, but, play, but, so I, I think the, I the think they played the match well a draw, a draw is a good result good but uh, you can have a, uh, two types of draws you can have an exciting draws and a dull draw. Yeah. You know, we could You know what? If you're going to play for an exciting draw, sometimes it turns out that you lose. You may yeah. end up losing. Well, <laughs> yeah, you may, so. But you may end up winning too. You may end up winning too. So it's as wide as it's broad. Jaitin, your yeah. thoughts. Yeah. your thoughts. Come on in, Jaitin. Jaitin lost us. Yes. Mr. Dennis, do you have anything what? to add? Not on that point, but I, I wanted to, to um, ask perhaps the panelists for their thoughts on the Zimbabwe defeat of Pakistan, bowling Pakistan out for 99. In, 99. In, uh, yeah, so I heard there was a, a bowler there. There was some talk. I'm not quite sure what it was. Maybe somebody has some uh, insight into what that was about because the Pakistanis, I think, had some complaints, but I'm not quite sure what it was. No, but they, they they lose the series though. Pakistan won the series, nevertheless. 
But you know, they 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 had a bad match. I have to say they had a bad match. You know, bowl out for 99. It's uh, not their usual um, way. You know, sometimes Pakistan blow hot and cold. You know, and you you over oh, here. Oh yeah, uh, they are known to be yeah, that way. Yeah, they blow hot and cold. <laughs> You remember sometimes but, they I want to point out, and they win with. Go ahead. I want to point out also that that's the first time um, in the history Zimbabwe. that Zimbabwe is going to beat they are beating Pakistan in a in a T20 match. So yeah, it's yeah. a feather in the cap. They lost the series, but um, the, the fact that they made only 118 for nine. Um, any, any cricket fan, who, anybody who knows anything about it would say, hey, it's a foregone conclusion because um, Pakistan is just going to knock that off. And in, 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 in any case, they started out um, the fall of the first week. It wasn't until uh, 21 and then, then 37 for two and 56 for three. All right, 56 for three. Mm-hmm. He's still, Barbara Zam was still there batting. He was still batting. And when he got out, it was 78 for four, right? And um, mm-hmm. the rest just couldn't get it to, o- over the hump. So the, 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 the guys, you know, stick to the task, the, the, the guys from Zimbabwe, the bowlers. And um, it was nice to see that, um, of course, you have one bowler taking four wickets for 18 runs. So and Burl took two for 21. But the fact that um, for the first time, they can say, look, we beat Pakistan. Yes, we have beaten Pakistan finally. They lost the series, but it wasn't the usual 3-0. It was a 2-1 defeat this time. So, yes, 2-1 defeat. Yes, yes so I, I like when the underdogs like uh, Zimbabwe and, uh, you know, come out not looking too bad. And may I remind you guys, um, when West Indies played the first test match, they lost, and they lost big. And and every test playing country, when when um, uh, well, Afghanistan played against India, they lost in two days in their inaugural match. But Zimbabwe in their inaugural match, what you'd say, oh, they're going to be run over by the opponents. They draw, they drew the match, their inaugural test match, and not every other country. Uh, with England and, and and Australia, we know play the first, and England and uh, England lost to to Australia. And every other team sent that away from Zimbabwe last day inaugural test match. Away from Zimbabwe. They draw this. Yes, sir. You know, I, I, I forget to mention this in the test, the drawn test match. See how criticized that, the pitch. Did, did you recognize that? Criticize uh, uh, the pitch because you're fed a bit. Anybody criticize the pitch? And say, because the one in Antigua was criticized because it was dead, it was this, you know. But I saw Lakmal uh, hitting guy on the helmet. So, I don't know. But we, we, have, we have our brother that has woken up. And that's who that is. Only get, make a guess. Good guess. Mr. McKenzie, I've heard you. No, no. No. Mr. Simon, Mr. Simon, man. He's in. Oh, come on oh, in, Simon. Oh. <laughs> And a very good evening to you, Mr. President. Uh, good evening, Audley. Good evening, Virgil. Good evening, Good evening, Simon. Ivor. Mr. Mackenzie, I heard you, Mr. Good evening, Patel. sir. Good evening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I do evening, hope sir. that um, Cardinal is with us. I want to say good evening to him. And all our faithful listeners and our young lady here in Tampa, 
I want to say a very good evening to all our faithful listeners all over the world who listen to us so faithfully on Sundays. Mm-hmm. I'm once again happy to be with you men who know the game so well. And ladies, too, you do know the game. I don't want to leave anybody out. And I want to be fair to everybody because this is a show about cricket and we want everybody to learn about the game, more about the game, and see much more of the game in this country played. And we will be much, much better off that we did our part to bring cricket to America. I hope everyone is well and want everyone to be safe and their family. Stay safe. As Mr. McKenzie would say, stay in your crease. That's right. And it is better to be six feet apart than six feet under. Yes, indeed. You're welcome. We're happy to have you, Simon. Um, I thank you, Mr. You President. I'm happy very, to be here. I'm, I'm hoping that you have a very, very interesting question for the panelists. So okay. why don't you... Um, we are all ready for a question. Mm-hmm. Okay. Question for the night. Ready or not, here it comes. I know. <laughs> Okay, please, gentlemen, ladies, tell me uh, the highest score scored by Marlon Samuels of West Indies. I'm going to tell you he's from West Indies, plays for West Indies. Tell me his highest score, what year for bonus points, and Mm -hmm. against whom. I'm going to ask you again. Marlon Samuels played for West Indies. I think he's from Jamaica. I know audio he's from tell Jamaica, him, right? Yes, he's from Jamaica. Okay. Tell me his highest test score. Test score. And for bonus points, against which country and in what year? Ooh. Wow. I, th- I think it's 260. 260. Okay. I said 254 against England in 19... When he came, when he came off with the band. I think he came when he came back from off the band, so that should be. I can't remember the year, but when he came off the band. Okay. I said two, two fifty-four against England. Okay, thank you, Mr. President. Yes, sir. Who is next? Yeah, somehow it's ringing like two sixty. I'm not. I'm just guessing, <laughs> well, but well, I, I, I'm on, here in two sixty. I'm here in two sixty. I'm guessing so. Whatever. 260, well, they complete the question. 260 against whom and what year? Yeah, okay. it was against England. I don't know the year. Okay. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Audley. Um, do we have Virgil with us? Is my, Virgil with us? No. no my guess oh, is Dennis. Dennis, oh, Dennis has a guess. Dennis, go ahead, Dennis. Yeah, 278. I oh, Dennis, I'm sorry I didn't call you. So sorry. Um, mm. Happy to have you with us, Dennis. Yes, thank you. Mm. Two, 278, I'm not sure who it was against, but I would certainly take a stab because most of my fellow panelists think it's England. So I'll go along with that one. And okay. the, year, the year would probably be about 1985. Okay, thank you. Oh, that's too far back. No, too far back. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Too far back. But is, is Iva with us today? Iva with us? Listening, but I don't know if he's in a position to talk. His hands what are about, down. What about Cardinal? Oh, no one else. Okay. Virgil is not with us either. Okay. Virgil is not with us. So. Okay. So, Should I, I reveal my... Oh, Mr. Patel, I haven't heard from him. How about Jatin? 
How about Jatin? He, I think Jatin has been dropped. Jatin is okay. working on our guest. He's working on our guest, so he'll be back. Okay, because um, he, I, I could count on him and oddly to give us the right answers. Okay. You want me to reveal the answer, Mr. President? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Okay. Answer for tonight, 25th of um, April. High score scored by Marlon Samuel of Jamaica and West Indies in Test cricket is 260 runs scored mm-hmm. against Oddly. one right only scored against Bangladesh in 2012. I'm going to repeat: Marlon oh. Samuel's Jamaica and West Indies player in Test Bangladesh? scored his highest score was 260 against Bangladesh in the year 2012. All right. I didn't okay. remember the team, but I know it was 260. Yeah. I could hear that ringing in I my head. He... Mm-hmm. I, I, I told you I could count an oddly or Mr. Patel to get the answer. They always know the All answers. Right. Yes. Okay. Now, oddly, a question for Simon. Give me my uh, yeah, answer. I know he's going to give me a difficult he, one. He stumped us. Listen to me. He stumped me. I know he's going to give me a different one, like how many stumps make a wicket. <laughs> Don't give me a very hard one. Okay. Uh, there is a Jamaican who captained the West Indies on 22 occasions. What's the name of that Jamaican? In Test oh. cricket. He captained, he captained the West Indies on 22 occasions in Test okay. cricket. What's the name in of that Jamaican? Cricket. Okay, let me go now. Let me go. They say, my professor always said, when in doubt, go for the obvious. Um, I'm going to go with um, the, the Jamaican fast bowler um, who bowled with um, the Antiguan. Um, what's his name? Ambrose. Who has Walsh. 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 Oh, it was. Okay. All right. All right. You, you, you're the winner. You're the winner. Yes, sir. You got it. You got it. Oh, yeah, you got because it. my prof always says, when in doubt, go for the obvious. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Adams That's actually it. captained the West Indies as well, but he, he captained for, uh, the West Indies for 20 matches. Was okay, 20. thank you. Yeah. Okay. You see how much I learned from you gentlemen and ladies? <laughs> that was so easy. That was so easy, Audley. Oh. You have to ask him another. Yeah, let me stop him with one. <laughs> Leon, let me stop him with one. Yeah, when I, when I came on the show, I think I was maybe about eight years ago I came on. And uh, I was, I always tell Mr. President, you know, I was just in the kindergarten. Now I'm up to the third grade. I learned so much from you fellows. (laughs) We have learned so much from you too, Simon. We have learned so much in those questions. We learn from each other. We learn from each other. It's a pleasure to be on this show, you know, and men love the game so much and know the game. Yeah, and Simon, let me say how much important you are to the cricket show and it's um, the function that we operate behind the scenes. Day after day, you and I will get together to plan for this show and to raise funds. So I just want to just give you a big, big shout out for all the wonderful work that you have done to assist me and the team to make this show possible by your taking on the responsibility of mailing out envelopes to, to folks to solicit funding and believe you me 
it has not go, gone unnoticed. And I'm really and truly appreciative of it. And folks need to know the important part that Simon plays. Although he doesn't come on early, he, he has <laughs> some important functions to do behind the scenes. Yeah. We're grateful. Yeah. Quickly show is grateful for you. And Irma, yeah, can uh, I, I thank you very much that you appreciate it. Yeah. And I was uh, talking to you a couple of years back, and I know that you're busy, or you have your work, and all. I'm retired. I say, uh, Mr. President, I'll help you with the correspondence. I'll send out the letters and all that. And then my friends and family said, oh, should I send the money to you? I said, no. Send it straight to Mr. President, and he's going to go right in the account for the um, cricket show. And um, Mr. President would call me, oh, Simon, Simon, he's so happy. I got something from so, so, so. And I said, okay, I'm going to send him a, um, a, a receipt, thank you note, you know. So I said I'm going to help out the president because he was doing all this by himself. And I know he has a job to do, especially tax season. He's busy. So I took that burden from him. And it's a pleasure for me to do it, to help cricket. Anything to help cricket, I am all for it. Mr. Simon, in England you have a name for that man, the minister of what, Exchequer? Stuff like, uh, I forget the exact name. (laughs) Exchequer? Exchequer, yeah, yeah, the finance minister, right. All right. You know, there was another another um, panelist comes on in the evenings also. Uh, I didn't hear his voice for a while. Um, Ed Ed Lewis. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, he has not been with us for a while. That's what I Ed noticed. Comes, no, uh, Ed travels sometimes. Sometimes he's working, so um, whenever he can, he drops in. But um, he can be here yes. with us every every. Yes, and, and sometimes during the week too, I call up. Um, Dennis, and we talk a little bit, you know, about his cricket game, and he's played a lot of cricket, much more than I did, and he knows <laughs> a lot about the game, and we, we talk back and forth, back and forth. You Tell know, Englishman. So. <laughs> yes, yes, he knows the game very well, and he loves the game, and he played much, much more cricket than I did. I have to be honest with you, you know. I said I wasn't good enough to make a living from cricket, but I love the game. Gentlemen, a story that is breaking loose, South Africa. South Africa. Yeah, South Africa. Tell us all about it, uh, Mr. McKenzie. Tell us all about what you have read. Well, what happens on in South Africa, they have 14 managers um, representing the entire country. And the other day they want to change. There was some discussion about changing it, but it didn't come through. And now it's likely, if it doesn't resolve itself, the government is going to go in. And that's the last thing you want to see happen to cricket anywhere. Because the ICC will just pull away from any country where the government has taken over. So that's where we are now. I was looking for a vote if it was resolved today. I didn't see any resolution to it. I don't know where it's done with South Africa right now. If you have any updates, I'll be grateful. Thank you. I don't hear none. Anyone knows anything about what happened? But according to the Western Cricket Board, they seem to think that that the tour to the West Indies by the South Africa is still on. According to Johnny Graves, they're still on. But in, well, I, I in think, the, Leon, I think it's just like us hoping that it will come off. 
because it, it, if things deteriorate down in South Africa there, that the, govern, that the government should ever take over. You know, that's a no-no. Ask Zimbabwe yeah. about that and, 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 and anywhere that the, the government intervene. You know, the ICC don't allow that at all. And if that happens, goodbye tour of the West Indies. Even if a tour is going to take place, it, it wouldn't be an official tour. I, so, I, have, so, a little, so I have a little information here. It says that what you have. Essentially... There are f- some administrators are having a new Cricket South Africa board, which has a majority of independent members. Specifically, there are five presidents of provisional association on the member council who do not want to agree to having this majority independent board. And so they cannot agree on you know, who, the administrative side of it. And as a result of that, I think the Minister of Sport in that area there has the right to step in and fix the problem. And so here we have the threat by the Minister who says unless they come to some arrangement, they will, as they call it, defund or de-recognize the South African uh, Cricket South Africa president or whatever's going on there. Which means they're about to post a legal warning that they must agree within a week or so, failing that the minister will step in. And of course, once that happens, I think my fellow panelists have already ruled what may come about as a result of the ICC mm-hmm. pulling away because of the governmental political in, in involvement in this. In That's as much as I can uh, shed on that one. That's where we are at the moment. That's that would mean that the players individually would not be able to play with any recognized body that is sanctioned by the ICC? I think as can individuals, I... They, can, they can go on contract and stuff like that um, to, to play like domestic cricket, but they, they couldn't play uh, uh, as, as a South African team because if you are not recognized oh, yeah. by the ICC, no, you, you obviously okay. can't represent. No, right. Well, essentially, mm-hmm. if they're not able to, you know, potentially if South Cricket South Africa is no longer recognized, then existing structures as we know them would cease to exist. Another governing body could possibly be formed, but it would not be recognized by the South African Sports Ministry and the ICC okay. in order to represent South Africa in international cricket. So, so, so mm-hmm. who, gave, who gave that ultimatum about the, uh, agreeing the with ICC. them or... or, or? The ICC gave the ultimatum. The okay. yeah. Are we sure of that, uh, Leon? I thought that was the yeah, minister okay. in, in, in South Africa who said you have an ultimatum. Agree yeah, with it. Yeah, week. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think the, when you read the report, yeah. it says the minister. I think, I think yeah, the, the minister. minister. Yeah, the sports minister, yeah. He was the oh, one who was that the team. So that means that, that ICC will allow them to play? So if, if well, the minister, no, if no. they no. If If that happens then the body will not be recognized by the ICC and this, this South African sports minister will not recognize the new body unless they agree. And therefore, if they're not recognized by the ICC, they cannot play international cricket. They can play cricket any way they want, but they won't be recognized by the ICC to play international cricket anywhere in the world. Yeah, we have, we have to remember Zimbabwe, the oh. same way Robert Mugabe, when he, he intervened 
in, in some disputes on there and took over the whole run of cricket and you know what happened. They were suspended. They didn't play for, for quite a while. Well, gentlemen, Jatin is back with us. So, Jatin, you have any news for us? Or were you in with the conversation that we are talking? No, not following South Africa lately because they had a, uh, since that England called off the tour and then mm-hmm. Pakistan tour was also in some trouble both ways. Pakistan had mm-hmm. some uh, uh, players uh, got into the COVID situation and then uh, majority of the players from South Africa went on to play IPL. And uh, since then, that series was kind of uh, limelight, you know, with not much attention given by the cricket media or uh, most of the world. And uh, that's like uh, very unfortunate when the IPL is going on the major draw is towards the IPL, you know. People are not following mm-hmm. too much with the other games. And that's a sad fact. But yes, uh, for the West Indies side, they need to come out with something. But at the moment, I will say for uh, until the summer, I doubt it if they can make any movement, you know, schedule-wise, because they have so many players tied up in IPL as well as they have lots of new players from the Sri Lanka series and Bangladesh series. So let's see how it makes progress because the West Indies might have planned, but it also goes with the situation around the world in COVID as well as the government issues, you know. Mm-hmm. I just dug up some information here, Leon. The, okay, the, the, the basis of the ongoing disruption lies in the reluctance of the member council to agree to a majority independent board, even though it had mm. done so as far back as 2012 in the aftermath of the year bonus scandal. There was some scandal that uh, caused some problems, ostensibly because they want cricket to be run only by people involved in cricket structure rather than by business people from the outside. CSA has been embroiling administrative issues for the last 18 months and have rotated through three different acting CEO following the suspension of Mr. Tabang Moro for misconduct. So it's all of that which is causing this huge problem, going back to that uh, um, bonus scandal way back whenever it took part. and. This is the crux of the matter, you know, disagreeing on administrative mm-hmm. side. Mm-hmm. We never like to see anything happen to any member of the, of the cricketing playing countries at all. We want to see cricket expand and cricket develop and cricket, you know. Uh, something is happening in, in, in soccer too. That they, they, they nearly had a disruption of soccer, soccer the other day. But we want cricket to be stable and to produce the best quality players uh, to represent their nation. So I just hope they can have it settled. It's not so much about money, right? It's not so much about money. We didn't hear anything about money. Well, remember, remember there was a bonus scandal. So, yes, that's money there, Leon, and it looks mm-hmm. like Okay, it's... money, okay. <coughs> no, money, money for the bonus for the players? That much I don't have, but it's obviously involved money because there is some suspension of the previous uh, administrator for misconduct. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Yeah, I, I remember. I remember that well. Yeah, he was suspended. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, can, go ahead. We can. Yeah, I, I wanted to bring up a new point here, and Mackenzie down well, there in Houston can probably help us out on this one. Uh, by the way, because, by the way, by the way, you're talking about Houston. I understand that teams from the players from the Caribbean, like Rocking Cornwall and so, were in Texas. Did you hear anything about that, Mr. Mackenzie, last week? No, I I, I was checked. I, I heard. I I got a glimpse of it, but I didn't get. I was checking it today, but no details. Well, can I let you have some? Something you found yeah. something that I didn't yeah. find out. Yeah, I'm I, I hearing that two major league cricket squad are joined by a USA training group for a triangular series of 50 over matches, starting mm. last Monday down in, in April 22nd down in Houston, for yeah. a okay. USA cricket men's training camp held there earlier, with 28 mm-hmm. of the men's training group remaining in Texas following the Houston Open. 14 of the men's training group have come together to replace a third side in the tournament who were unable to travel uh, to represent USA Cricket Training Group 11. Mm. Major Cricket League, um, League Com- and USA Cricket are pleased to announce a series of practice matches that will begin at the Prairie View Cricket Complex in Houston, Texas, mm-hmm. with three teams. Um, Opportunities for ML Major League Cricket players and members of the USA Cricket team. Uh, what happened was I think they had a tournament plan for Houston, but because of the volcano eruption in St. Vincent, the players from Barbados uh, or the Caribbean CPL former players were unable to travel. And so mm-hmm. um, they could not come. And as a result, the major league squad and the USA squad who were at the site, they got together with the players and they formed three groups. And together they were playing uh, about six individual matches of 50 overs during the course. And the first one was on April the 22nd. And they would be playing from the 22nd right through to the 27th. So there are still two more matches to go. So we will um, designate Mac to come back and give us the report next Sunday about what's going on, because I'm assuming it's near Mac, but that's, of course, an assumption on my part. Uh, are we close to and that, when McKenzie? you talk about Mac, you mean Mac McKenzie, right? McKenzie. Yes, yes, that's McKenzie, my and, apologies. And he, did you, you, I heard the, the prize money was, was, was good too, $40,000. I can't give you that. I don't have that information. Yeah, I thought so. I thought I heard that. But anyway, you were saying something else before we, I, I broke off that point. But uh, go right ahead. I think you wanted to raise something before I jump into something else. Uh, mm-hmm. that, that's what you, you were going to say? Or uh, you, you have talk- something else in mind? Who are you addressing, Leon? I'm not sure if it's me or somebody else. No, what? No, you, 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 Dennis, you, you had come in with something else, but I came in with that tournament, and then you said you had the information. So I don't know if that's the same thing. Yeah, yeah that, that, is the, that, is oh, the, okay. that is the information I was going to uh, bring in oh, when you okay. came in with it. So you segued right yeah. into 
right into oh, the point, okay. you know. <laughs> you know, there were some good results, good matches played in the previous three days, although I don't have all the scores. But again, I think it's probably something we might be able to dig up before next mm-hmm. next Sunday's program. Yeah, the Los Angeles 2028 Olympics is due to have cricket involved. And um, they're saying that T20 is the format that's going to be used in that the Olympics instead of T10, which of the 107 teams that are involved, 107 or 104, 107 teams in the ICC, they all wanted T10. But it came out that that T20 is the format that is going to be used. Anyone has anything to say on that? I I just gathered that. I have said for a long time, Leon, that um, mm-hmm. if the cricket is going to make its way back into Olympics, it would be the T10. And I've always said that, and I think that would be the, the, the right way. Less time, and um, I guess the IPL is so popular, the, uh, and, and the big bash, and the CPLs, and stuff like that, that maybe, maybe that's why the Olympic, you know, Association, International Olympic Association, want to uh, use the T20 to get the excitement, but um, they have to take the length of the game into consideration. You know, a soccer match, although soccer match can take much longer because sometimes um, injury time, injury time, and stuff like that. So it will take two hours plus uh, of long the break time, almost three hours. But if you if you're gonna play T20, it's gonna be three hours plus. You know, unless they're gonna they're not gonna have reviews and and stuff like that. So I think I think the way to go. That would be my personal preference. You know, and I've I've said that well, over, over the years. The majority but, of teams <coughs> have preferred the T10 too. Mm-hmm. But it seems as if the IC saying that ICC saying that they wouldn't have enough time to to run a a, a tournament, but they will have a, enough time to run a T20 tournament. I don't know so, what's so going what's on. The but what's the difference? What's the difference? I mean, it, you're going to cut it in half. And it's the same, mm-hmm. just a difference, you know, that you're going to have two overs, uh, uh, you know, as they think, instead of four uh, or, or six, whatever. But um, what, what's, what's the difference? You know, you're you going to agree to play a T20 or a T10. I mean, the T10 is much easier to organize, as I say, less time, less television time and so forth. Because every, a lot, lot of, lot of sports will be competing for, for, for the, for the, for the television audience, you know. So. Um, and you're right. It's, it's, it's 2028, you know. It's, it's, I know. Um, I know. Six years ago, away, you know. You, you should have been able to drop a tournament and bring all the 104 countries involved and do a tournament, but. There must be something else other than that that I can meet the eye, so I just don't know. And of course, you know, it won't be like West Indies, it's going to be individual nations. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yes, that's right. It's all like Antigua. I will say say it's getting complicated, okay? Uh, In my opinion, they will go with at least 32 teams. Excuse me. Jetty, the 813 is our guest. 813 is our guest? Uh, no, no. We don't have okay. guests to pick it up okay, today. Good. But I can tell you the Olympic side, 
in my opinion, mm-hmm. if they go like a soccer, then they need at least 32 teams from different countries. That includes the associate mm-hmm. countries. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. West Indies may have to split up and put the team from Barbados, Ghana, Trinidad, Jamaica, like that. And then the way I look at it, if they have that many games, then they have to compete the soccer. Soccer is a 90-minute game plus wartime if needed. And that is what the T10 format comes in a place. And if the ICC is sticking with the T20, then I will say the preliminary round, the initial tournament, supposed to be the T10. And when they have decided about four or eight last teams in a playoff, they can go for the T20. Because Olympic is a global event. It has nothing to do with the, how the cricket is running all over the world. And the way I read, I will say we are hearing a lot of things from the cricket world. ICC is putting something on it. BCCI is talking. Even the USA is cricket talking. But we have not heard anything from the Olympic Committee, the main people. And also, mm-hmm. this Olympic 2028 will be in Los Angeles. So U.S. Olympic... Yeah will be the huge factor in terms of the governance and how they're going to organize and how they're going to use the grounds and all sort of things. So I will say we have a long way to go, but what we can expect is let's include more countries and everyone should have the opportunity to go for the title rather than this existing situation where ICC divides the country, like especially in associate, they have the three different divisions. And then all the time, we are watching those eight or ten front runners in almost every world event. So let's hope how the Olympic uh, shapes up, I call it, and uh, how they decide to go, which format. But let's hope they can include at least 32 or 40 uh, front-leading teams. Yes, indeed. Let, let's say hello to Jatna. Good evening to you, Jatna. Before for, fans would like to hear your voice, say, good, say hello to the panelists. Yeah, hello, good evening, everybody. How's everybody doing? Good evening, everybody. Good evening. Yes, ma'am. Anything new to report from your neck of the woods? Oh, no. Same, same old, same old. Just started training a little kids uh, how to play cricket. So that's what it's about. Nothing more. Mr. Mr. McKenzie is a part of those children? Uh, how to play no. cricket? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. I wish you well. I have some news for Jocks now. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I've just been reading that uh, USA Cricket has announced an intra-regional hardball tournament, you know, as a pathway for women's cricket in the USA. You know, according to the announcement, inter-regional game will be a step towards women representatives, regional events as well as women's national championship. You know, uh, Sindhu Srihashra, I don't know, Srihasha, you probably know of her, you know, in in uh, interview with Emerging Cricket has said that uh, this provides a clear pathway to USA women's national team and provides much needed competitive games, you know, for us throughout the year. The National Women's Training Group recently wrapped up a training camp in Dallas, Texas, Featuring 21 cricketers from around the country, long-awaited 
return to cricket for many. So that's my news for Jokner, and I hope that uh, yes, can bring that, us is, that is true. Actually, uh, I I forgot slipped up from my mind. I'm sorry. Yeah, but mm-hmm. you are right about that. Okay. All true. Okay. Well, you know, that's, that's you a good news. Stay with us. Stay with us, and we'll bring you in from time to time. Or if you wish to put your hands up and say, I need to jo- jump right in, come right in. Just so nice to hear you and regards to your family. Good. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Anyone else? Okay, we, we, we have completed that. Anyone have their viewpoint about the Olympics and the format? We missed Virgil because we can't get him in. He, it's too early for him. He's past his, he's before his bedtime and he hasn't gotten mm-hmm. home yet. All right. Well, we recovered this. Uh, Leon, I don't want to monopolize the time, but I can throw in my two cents worth on that Olympic. Oh, you uh, had something. I, I promised to bring you in with that article you have. Did you? We, well, go we, ahead. We can, we can get back to that in a moment. But on, on, the Olympic, on the Olympic question, I certainly agree that, well, I prefer to see the T20 format rather than the T10. Remember, I'm not a great fan of these uh, truncated games, but I certainly think the T10 is more of a joke to me than the T20. No, and, no. And it, it, it's, very, it's very easy to have knockout rounds of, of, uh, so that the final round can be taken place right whenever it's due to take place because they have enough grounds all over the United States, grounds in Texas, grounds in Los Angeles. The Los Angeles ground has the ability to feature... Uh, I think it's one, two, three, four, four games in progress at the same time. So if we're talking T20 and we start early, it's very likely that you could play at least eight, maybe eight or twelve matches in a day at the at the Los Angeles complex. So if we were playing at various venues around the place, you know, Texas and LA, and I know there are other grounds in Florida as well it could certainly be done at an interim level. So I think we should aim for the T20 format, and that would be just as popular, especially to cricket fans. That's my input on that well, one. My, yeah. my point, though, that... Of Leon, can I add four. something here? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Jason. Uh, I can say Olympic is completely different world. Until now, and even the Japan-Tokyo the games, if you understand how the Olympic is run, is when they give it to the particular city or location, they build a huge hub and complex for almost every sport. They call it Olympic village, Village. where normally almost every player stays. It does not matter what you are competing for what sports you're coming for. They got plenty of sports to compete in Olympic. So when it comes to the cricket, there is another difficult part. How you can accommodate all with the traditional format they have to stay at Olympic Village and playing in a nearby area, right? It's not about flying out and what they do in a World Cup. Like in England, they had a all over places, the games were played. Some of them are like at a distance from the final, if you look at the other way. So it's all about how many grounds you have in Los Angeles. They might go for to develop more cricket grounds around there. Uh, I do here keep the finger crossed 
there is about three more grounds in LA area is in uh, pipeline, I will say. One if in, in uh, Irwin area, another they are targeting NIM area. So if that happens, then the Los Angeles itself is a capable to run multiple games without going anywhere. I, I should say Alum has some sort of uh, uh, regulation that the games need to be played in a certain distance from the Olympic Village. That sort of time, uh, they have the tradition. So putting like uh, different places like San Francisco or going to Phoenix or going to the Texas, is this too much for the Olympic? Olympic don't do that. They usually stick but, with the one location. But, but then, but then, then if... It all has to be played on turf wicket. They don't use nothing for those for those for those games. So, any you can, any, you can any develop the cricket ground. I I will say you can cricket the ground nowadays. I can tell you one thing: the beauty. The turf dropping wickets can be laid down in a matter of four weeks. So it's not something mm-hmm. they need the ground which takes years or develop some time. Yes, they can put together on a farm. And when they are ready, they can just uh, put the wickets in the middle of the grass field, you know. So it's not, Olympic spends lots of money. And I Mm -hmm. believe the Olympic is a little bit excited to have the cricket back in because of the drop-in pitch situation. It's impossible to build the cricket grounds like we used to have it traditionally. We call it the stadiums where the wickets lay down as a permanent and stays there for a longer time. Yes. Olympic does everything prepared for that particular event. We have seen it in Los Angeles. We have seen it in Atlanta. We have seen it in Salt Lake City. I have seen it in Denver. I have seen even Vancouver, how they have done it. So typically, if you look at it, when Olympic comes, it's a long-time preparation, well-planned preparation. It starts about 8, 10 years ahead of that event. And by the time the event comes, they have a lots of facilities ready to go as per plan. And that is how they do in Russia. They're doing it in Tokyo right now. It's the same thing. And even they had a China Olympic. They build a lot of facilities, the new facilities. And that is the huge advantage I believe cricket is looking at because whatever the places they go, especially cricket will be only limited to the Summer Olympics. It's impossible to involve cricket in a winter Olympics, you know. And because of that summer Olympics, the beauty is they can develop any ground in a matter of a couple of months with the late pitches or we can say portable pitches. Yes, indeed. Anyone else want to say anything about that? I believe this T20 would definitely be the ideal, but oh, the T10 could easily be, be, be uh, recognized as a, as a sport. But and then again, we have to consider when, they, when it comes to the West Indies, all the countries have had to be playing separate. West Indies aren't going to be playing as a, as a, as a team, a united team. You're going to have Antigua, Barbados, and, and the works. Well, so, well just, have, like soccer, just, just like this soccer. Like, just like, just like, like this soccer. Well, you have regional knockouts until you get to a certain number, or, you know, yeah, maybe. Like, like, like they do the World Cup football. Yeah. Football. Yeah. So, so they, they can do that and get, get the lead in. They only have to have 32 teams. Yeah, I don't I think have... they should be as many as 32. I think they should just maybe just. Maybe, 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 maybe
After all the preliminaries. I would say about mm-hmm. 24. No, 24 sir. is a lot too oddly, you know, 24. And, you know, if they're going to play T20, 24 is quite a bit for the final stage, you know. There's a lot of teams. Well, remember it's that the, like... LA, the LA Grounds has the ability to host one, two, three, four different matches at the same time. And if it's T20, you can get at least two matches going in a day. And so you could actually mm-hmm. get eight matches I would estimate in one day. Uh, How long the, is the Olympics? How long? Two weeks? It's about two weeks. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it, that maybe that maybe it could be done in two weeks, surely. If you have mm-hmm. eight, you know, you can tailor your number of teams based on the number of venues you're able to use to to play the matches, and so that is something that could be expanded the next year if you have a larger. Um, you know, more venues available. But it can be done, I, I certainly think, with the soccer-style um, qualification leading up to the number who will get to the final playoff rounds. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else? Yeah, but Mr. Leon, I was thinking, Yes. Um, would it make sense to pad up all that just for 10 overs? I don't think that would make much sense. Hmm. Make a lot of sense, Simon. Um, you need to you need to come down here and watch when you have the U.S. Open T10, you know. Okay. And uh, I mean, it's just as exciting. And you have teams making over 100 in the 10 overs, and you have some, you know, who quite make it. And we have had um, playoff. We have, I think, we have had a super over in T10, where one side one one team make three runs and the next one defended the three runs, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and stuff like that. So yeah, in a yeah. in a super over. So you, you yeah. have you have excitement going on in, in the in the T10 format. You, you just uh, you have players that are capable of doing that. Not everybody can, but you know. So um, you, you have excitement. Yep. Yeah, because some players they don't even get warmed up in ten overs. <laughs> they need yeah. nothing. <laughs> That's why I call it Joe Cricket, uh, Simon. <laughs> yeah. Maybe if, if they're as good as um, Dennis, they might be able to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen, we are following we are following the ex- exploits of our cricketers over in 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 um, the UK. Yeah, and um, of course we just want to let you know that uh, in Gloucestershire we have Craig Bradwick. He's playing for that team. And yes. The latest match he made sixty and sixteen. Yeah. And we have Azari Joseph playing for North Worcestershire, and he made. 61, he got two wickets in the first innings and none in the second innings. Okay. We have um, Miguel Cummins. He's playing for Kent. And he had 19 runs. I don't think he had any wickets. But I'm, I'm left. I'm yet to be corrected on that. And I haven't seen anything about Roach. What, how his performance is. But the important thing is that we have some players exposed. And what are the thoughts of the panelists? You know what? Yeah. What benefits you think we can reap? I I would think that Azari Joseph followed up with his 46 last week and a couple of wickets, and this week he has 64. I think he bats something seven or eight. 61, that's right, 61, and followed up with a couple of wickets. So I just Roach. want to hear this. Roach, yeah, Roach, Roach, yeah. Roach. He yeah. plays for I think it's Sorry, and uh, his sorry, team. Yeah. 
is Steve Middlesex won by 10 wickets? He had one wicket for 53 runs in 25 overs. And okay. he, he made eight runs said, in the first. He played for Middlesex, you said? Sorry, sorry. Sorry, sorry. Okay, good. Yeah. And and he had one for 53 in 25 overs. And mm. he scored eight runs in the first innings. And then he was not out zero in the second innings. Uh, how long is their contract for? Uh, for the until the summer? Or? Oh. I think they got seven match match each. I don't know. I, don't, I think Azar got seven matches. Okay. Well, because obviously they would have to be be back to take part in in the match against South Africa, which would would, would have been in June, right? Yes. June, but but the uncertainty of that is another thing. So, yeah, in, in the oh, in the oh, second innings, Roach, Roach w- was able to on the ball um, one and a half overs because it it, it, it finishes at eighteen without loss, and he bowled one and a half overs, thirteen runs now with mm. And the match against Worcestershire match in the second innings, they they had two. I think the team, the opposing team, had some two hundred nine without loss, and. Uh, Azari Joseph was in that match. He got two wickets in the first innings. What he got? 236. 236 without loss. No. Yeah. 236 without loss. Oh, my goodness. And the figures, so you have the figures for Azari. Hamid, Hamid um, the former opener of England, Hamid, he made 114 from 331. Mm-hmm. And B.S. Slater, he made 114 as well from 323 balls. So they were close by each other there. Um, Slater making, hitting 11 fours and Hamid 14 fours. Yeah, the strike, yeah, um, strike rate was quite similar, 30 to, um, 35.29 to 34.44. But they, 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 they batted out the, the, and, and then they kicked that they clear. 236 without loss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oddly, if, um, if the South Africa Match doesn't come off against West Indies. Can those West Indian players play the whole summer in England? Well, I don't know. I, I don't it, look. They sign a they sign a contract. They right. They sign a contract. They're gonna play according to the contract that they sign. And uh, one one thing, Alzar Joseph, thing was up for about um, maybe a six or, or some uh, eight weeks, something like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so it, it, it can, it, maybe it can be adjusted because if there isn't going to be a so good question, Simon, because if if it, the mm-hmm. South African tour doesn't come up, maybe and they still need them, you know, depends on performance and so forth. Um, yeah. Maybe it, it, it can change the condition of the, uh, yeah. the contract. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, indeed. But my question. Yeah, thank, thank you, Arlie. Thank you for your answer. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, the question I was going to ask, well, what is happening to the other players in the Caribbean? We, we're not having no cricket. And these guys in England are getting some practice and exposure. Not many, many, many of our cricketers are in, in the IPL. You know, what are they doing? What are they doing right now? You can't just players just, they are doing nothing. And, uh, you know, we, we, we're hoping to have tours coming up. What what are they doing? Anybody knows anything? Because I don't know if any cricket is being played. Uh, why anybody... don't they just 
credit territorial crickets like in um, Trinidad against Guyana, Leeward Islands against Barbados. They can't play that for the summer. So some of the islands are still on shutdown, Simon. That's what happened, you know. So that is what happened. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. With if the, you want with to play, the volcano in St. Vincent again. Right. And right. Volcano and Barbados have some ash. You know, that is another impediment. So I don't know what what is going to be the answer, but I'm sure that when the time comes for us to play any team from abroad, it's going to be some, a bunch of rusty players, unless those players come back home. What I think is going to happen, Leon, is just like um, the last, um, what they did to Sri Lanka, w- when we had the Sri Lanka tour, the Sri Lankans mm-hmm. rather, touring, is that um, you're going to have, have they, 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 they'll just assemble in whether Barbados, Trinidad, or if they're going to, they're going to do Antigua again. And, mm-hmm. and those players would have to uh, maybe... They, they, together for about a month, you know, they have to quarantine first and then have maybe a, a series of matches among themselves um, before before they, they, they can take on any, any visit inside right now, because as it is, uh, some people, some, some cricketers may be able to play some local local matches, uh, it can be a, a arranged by the, the various clubs, but of course the standard is different. So when it comes to um, playing international cricket, um, they will have to. Uh, after picking the side, they'll have to do that early, and have at least uh, at least a month together. You're gonna have two weeks um, quarantine, and then use the other month to play among each other. You're gonna do just like what all the other countries are doing. You're gonna choose maybe about 30 players, and then mm-hmm. they play each other. Well, but um, okay. Leon, remember that this the West Indies team spent what? three or four months in, in England during 2020. Then they went off to Bangladesh and then they came back from Bangladesh and went to the Sri Lanka series in the West Indies. So it's very likely that, you know, the selectors are looking at that and saying, well, you know, these guys have had a very tough, what, nine months to a year. So giving them a, a three months layoff might not be a bad idea if the guys can keep themselves fit and ready to play. But of course, you also remember when we discussed this final of the Sri Lanka thing, that was something I raised because mm-hmm. England has been playing a lot of cricket and they will be playing cricket right through to going into the West Indies and the West Indians weren't going to be playing. But at any rate, I think that's possibly because of this nine months they've had between England, Bangladesh, and of course, the Sri Lanka series recently completed. I, I suspect that's what they're looking at. Back to you. Yeah. Yes. Now, what I was thinking was, you know, you remember these men, this is a livelihood for them. It's not like in my father's day when they play cricket for three months and go home and cut sugar cane. You know, this is a living for them, you know. So I was thinking yeah, about their see, pocket. You see, you see, it's not only their pocket. The West Indies have to fork out money to host these tournaments, though. And they're getting yeah. the country like, again. Exactly. And, and the then, just like Audley said, most of these countries are, 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 fully, are not fully opened yet. Yeah, Antigua was lucky we didn't hear much uh, hiccup with the, the, the Sri Lanka tour. Because we played at one place. But I, I guess that has, you know, affected the way the, the pitches were prepared. They're under, perhaps not prepared enough to, they can get a, a, a very more lively wicket 
to produce a result. So, you know, that is, is a lot of setback, of course. Just want to remind our fans that next week we are hoping to hear from the president of the West News Cricket Board, Mr. Ricky Skate, and he promised me sincerely that he'll be with us from 7 until 7.45, 7 to 7.45. So what I am urging you folks to put your question together, he says he will talk about anything. Of course, we're not going to hit anything controversial or call any names per se, but we'll ask them questions directly. So we just want the folks to be aware that when he comes on next week, we'll have our questions prepared for him. And um, we'll be grateful for his presence here with us. Jason, any questions that you have in mind that you want to put out to the panel? Or how about Mr. McKenzie? Is he still with us? Yes, I'm still here. Listen to Anything all you, on your mind? good guys. Anything on your mind? I was. Anything on your mind? I just want to mention the, the passing of Colin McDonald, the Australian Open batsman of '92. Mm. I don't know if you mentioned that, and um, mm. I am looking at the um, the, um, the amount of West Indians. I think you mentioned it in the English county cricket again, which can mm-hmm. only argue very well for West Indies cricket because those guys in the playing in county cricket should be able to garner a lot of information, knowledge about the game, techniques about the game, and so forth. And this should make them a better player if they open their what? mind for it. Mm-hmm. I just was... Mr. McKenzie. Yes. Mr. McKenzie, sorry, sorry, Leandro. Yeah, you mm-hmm. you remember about the the Australian opener uh, that died in the nineties and the Australian. And uh, I'm gonna tell Lydia Mackenzie, who has a birthday on the 29th of this month, that you say any other Mackenzie we talk about is bogus. You forgot about oh. Lydia. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot about Lydia. She, is she bogus? You're doing me very well. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. I, I was just reminded, folks, that uh, Antigua has four young cricketers that are going up to to play league, oh, yes. going to clubs. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Clubs. Yes. I don't know if the other teams are doing similar. You know, so get some youth going up. I think Barbados has a regular thing. They have players going up to England, but they don't. Yeah, play, playing league cricket. The league cricket. Yeah, playing league cricket. League cricket. You know, like, if if we were to get on to Wildon Cornwall, he would tell you all about that because he spent a lot of time, he did spend a lot of time playing league cricket in England as well. And, uh, and it's a, we, it's a we know what that can be in replace, replacing our tournaments here. But I think with the, the fact of the earthquake, not earthquake, the volcano, volcano. and the COVID, that is a, is a, is a setback for Western Indies cricket. Leon, I'm very, very, very boost to hear the announcement you've made about the league cricket, because I remember back in the 60s, that was quite popular uh, among West Indians. If we remember, yes. Collis King was one mm. of those who, and yep. I yep. think it was um, Bernard Julian, too, I believe, also were part of that club cricket circuit. 
before they made the West Indies team. And, uh, you know, they performed admirably once they reached the West Indies team. So I'm very, very happy. And I've always been asking these questions uh, about whether or not this was something, an avenue for West Indian cricket that was still open to us. So I'm delighted to hear you give that information today that, uh, you know, we do have that open. One yes, guy that indeed. was well, that was in the league cricket as well. After after he finishes his West Indian career was Roy Gilchrist, and he took a number of hat tricks in in in, 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 in the league cricket. Quite a few, more than twenty, of hat tricks mm-hmm. in league cricket. Yes, next week. Mm-hmm. Okay, Mister Mister Jatin, you you still with us, Jatin? Jatin has gone. Left or oh, he's he's mute. I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. J- J- can you do us a favor next week? Can you bring us your all-time or your all-time India team again to us? All-time India team. Okay, we can do that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Mr. Heat, can you yes. give us your all-time Jamaica team? And Audley. Are we? Yeah. Audley, can you give us your all-time England team? Audley. <laughs> All right. Uh, and, 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 very and, difficult. And I give, can you yeah, just try? Just can, can you clarify I, that for me? Are we saying we we want the the the, the best eleven from? In your view, in your view, okay. if you were selectors, whom would you pick as your all-time okay team? Got it. Yeah. You know, given saying saying all the players were at a, a given age, you you say well. Uh, uh, our guy here would be the same age as as, Gil, as, uh, as Chris Gale. Let's say Chris Gale is the same age as Lawrence Rowe, right? We 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 just imagine they were at that age. You're gonna pick a team from Jamaica. We think is the best ever team. Okay, from Jamaica or from the West Indies. No, from Jamaica. Oh, just Jamaica. Jamaica. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do. I'm going to do from 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 the West Indies. Okay. Okay. I'm going to do from the West Indies. Okay. From um, Jamaica. Yeah. Simon, w- would you want to do a team from the Leeward Islands? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I I went to England quite young. I don't remember their players, but they used to have a fast bowler that came out of Antigua. Um, he used to wreck the Montserrat team. A fellow called I'll tell you in a minute. I'll tell you. And they had a batsman from Nevis called oh. McMahon. Was a batsman Mac- from Nevis when I was a kid growing up. My father Mac- always Mac- talked about McMahon. Mm. Uh, if if mm. um if what's his name was on today, he would tell us more about that. I'll see about him. And um, Mac- they had a they had a fast bowler in Antigua. Used to record he called Antonison. You ever heard that yeah. name? My father yeah, always talked about him. You know yeah, you know his nickname. Yeah, his nickname is, you know his nickname? You know no. Antonis' nickname? Tinin. No. Tinin. Tinin. Okay. T-I-N-N-I-N-G. But okay. But I, I was just to just segue a little bit to just offer my, my, my sympathy to the, the um, oh, national hero. The bird has... Oh, yes. Yes, I heard about he it. He has lost a, a part of his body. Part of his foot was cut off because of, of his having... Uh, diabetes, and we just want to offer our sympathy to him. You know what, what pain and suffering, and you know, you know, never yeah. know. Grief might suffer. He was, yeah. 
Yeah, he was a tremendous athlete. And talking about Mac Mahon, there was a was a time that that uh, Lester Bird uh, knocked knocked him, knocked, well hit him on the helmet and, and not the helmet, but hit him, knock him down. Yeah. And uh, I I could remember Leo Gore explaining to us well how <laughs> Lester Bird was crying. Yeah. He said, Skip, you let me do that, you know. Skip, you let me yeah. do that, you know. <laughs> but uh, he was a tremendous athlete, a long jumper of no mean repute. He used to compete with the likes and, of And of course, of, he's uh, a giant. Boston. I mean, physically, yeah. physical statue. Yeah. And oh. he could bowl as fast as West Hall in his day. But just like in those days, West Indies players were selected, not past Barbados. From the smaller islands. Not yeah. from the smaller islands, indeed. So that's a fact. I just want to just sympathize with him and his loss. He became, he became um, the prime minister of Antigua. And you know something, gentlemen? He was born in the United States. Okay. You know that? You know, Mr. President, born... let me break away just a little bit. I don't know if you covered this before. I was looking at the news earlier, and I want to send out sympathy to the Indian people who are losing so many people to the COVID. Oh, yes. Especially to, to our Mr. Mr. Patel and the other young lady in Tampa. I want just to feel sorry I am to hear mm. how that has been devastating the Indian population. They say about 340,000 a day infected with COVID. I'm very sorry to hear, and I just want to pass my sympathy on to our two well, listeners. And on that note, well, on that note before we go, yeah, I'm going to bring in Justin and talk about that. But I'm going to be starting a fundraiser for the people of St. Vincent. And I don't know if anybody from the panel would like to send anything and join with me so we can send a, I, I will a package. join with you. you. Whatever you send to me, I will just combine it and put it with what I have. And anybody else show. who from wants to join show. in with me, and I will just, on behalf of the Cricket Show. So yeah, I, I have... Um, that's a good yeah, call. So, yeah, so that, that's it. And um, just, but not to take away from Simon's point of view, we're going to see if Justin wants to make any point on the, the, the uh, situation over in India as a result of COVID. Justin, any thoughts yes, about um, what we... Yeah. Can it's you, it's oh, very, very sad. A lot of people are getting um, COVID-19 over there and dying, and they don't even have... Uh, just like what's go- what was going on in uh, North earlier, New Jersey, um, mm-hmm. to bury all the bodies, uh, they're going the same situation in India. They're like taking a token to, you know, cremate them one by one. Uh, it's it's mm-hmm. very sad. Um, uh, all we can do is just pray. Uh, do you, do you have any family, family that were? You know, uh, yes, I, I, my husband's side of the family is there, and my mother is there in Gujarat. Uh, but she's in a safe place, uh, so we're just talking to her every other day, making sure she's all right. But she cannot travel back here uh, yet. So because she should be coming back, hopefully, yes, in May, okay. probably. Yeah. It's, yes, it's I'm very enough. sorry, Jetin. I saw the news this afternoon. I was very, very moved, you know. I'm very sorry about it, and it's devastating the country. And also, Mr. Patel, I'm so sorry to hear about the devastation of the COVID in India. 
And um, we are praying for the people there, and I just want to pass it on to you and Mr. Patel that we are very, very sorry to hear, and we are all with you. Well, there is a thank you for that comment, Simon, but I will say mm-hmm. you don't need to say sorry. This thing is like a complete disaster. does not matter what part of the world we look at it. What India is going through is a very similar situation like we had in New York last year. It's unfortunate that India does not have that many facilities to accommodate this many new patients. So they are overcrowded. A lot of hospitals don't have a room. That's a big issue. And they are sort Mm. of oxygen because of this massive patient flow coming in every day, they don't have enough uh, things. Just like, as I said, we had an initial situation with the ventilators and oxygen. That is what exactly India is going through. Uh, The one worst part is definitely hurting to me. Uh, When I say we have 29 million Patels still in India, I will say, out of Mm -hmm. 43, right? We got plenty of Patel Mm -hmm. outside. And uh, definitely we are in the ring. We also started fundraising about two weeks back. We are not openly reaching out, but we have enough community people passing these messages so we can feed the families back home and provide uh, life uh, living necessities, especially drinks, food, water, all these things, because the government is clamping down on lockdown. Okay. But the I will say the biggest disappointment, what I'm feeling right now, is my religion. Because in my religion, we don't just uh, bury the body under the ground. We set it on fire, and the remaining oh. need to be going flowing river, that situation. And uh, it's uh, hurting religious-wise because we don't have, uh, we call it the fundal home-type facilities over there. And now, mm-hmm. I can tell you, where I'm coming from, it was it used to be a very small town, and we only had a two spot where you can burn the body. With this oh, massive no. uh, influx, we call it, a lot of dead bodies in a day, it's a very hard to accommodate those religious and virtual procedures. And that is what is biggest thing is hurting right now. And uh, we can't mm-hmm. even blame on a government. This disaster was, uh, I will say, pre-planned. It's a blueprint. When you have overpopulation in a crowded cities, you can expect this. It's all about rather than bringing everybody in this situation, they have to follow the safety rules, stick with the procedures which the government is asking you to do, and the biggest thing, mm-hmm. believe in God and stay safe. People are not following mm-hmm. the simple rules, and that is the trouble going on in India. Okay. Well, we noticed that Ashwin has pulled out of the IPL because of, of the situation. He wants to go buy back to his family. So uh, I just hope and that pray is, also that is that a huge concern. I had a big webinar this morning, and uh, we were talking this thing, and I suggested as a coach, we had almost 300-plus attendance, and I clearly told them at the moment, the most important thing you want to do in your life is save your life. And the second thing you want to do is stay with your family and protect the family. If we Mm -hmm. survive through this panic time, we have many years to come where we can either catch up 
or follow or enjoy a lot of things. There's nothing important where we need to run around outside the house and being unsafe. And uh, just not just a swing. I'm expecting another few dropouts within this week because in India, these numbers are going up every day. And even these players are in the bubble. They have the back home families. They are concerned about it. And uh, I will say Ashwin has not made the wrong decision. That is the perfect decision. Stay away from everything. Be yourself safe. And stay with your family and protect everyone. Leon, confirmation here. You suggested that uh, you would receive funds that you would pass on for the East St. Vincent, but people sending funds, who should they make, for example, a check out to in order for the St. Vincent funds? I I would say if you make it out to me, I will make sure that I give a account for it, and I will send it on. Okay. I hope you you trust me that much to do that. Uh, well, I, I personally do, yes, it. so that wasn't why I was asking. I, I have no problem with that, Leon. I have no problem with that, Leon. Yeah, because yeah. that, that, that's the way I, I'm going to just, just make one check, and I just send all mm-hmm. and say compliment of the cricket show. And okay. if if indeed that we have the need to send send anything to India too, we also do that. Because, you know, India, despite they are having lost so many people, they have still contributed vaccine to Antigua. I don't know about the other countries, but they have sent um, vaccine to Antigua. And so we've got to be grateful for that as well. And, you know, you never know what we can do. But some well, a point of clarification place. on that, uh, Leon. India has a very well-developed technology area, and they manufacture vaccines for some of the biggest vaccine makers in the United in, in in Europe and the United States. So they are able to manufacture the vaccine for these people, but they have an agreement with the companies mm. that they will keep X amount for themselves. And of course from there they can probably send out vaccines to mm. other people they consider in need. So yes. that that's the you know clarification there. Well, I can add yes, to sir. that. Vaccine, vaccine is not a shortage in India. There enough. The problem is, I will say, 40% of the people even today not willing to take vaccine. That's one big issue. Oh, Number two, okay. the right now the situation is getting worse because they don't have enough space, all those patients in the hospitals, right? Mm-hmm. And the third worst part is basically blame the people. They are not following simple rules. They are going out in the markets and everywhere without masks. What do you expect? You know? So it is not something somebody can point finger on government in India like, hey, when they had a vaccine, they distributed to Canada, some Caribbean countries, some European countries. No, they did their job because at that time when they are trying to distribute worldwide, they mm. had overstock of vaccine because that's a huge population and they have a huge production from multiple companies. So it's not a vaccine shortage, even at the moment, but again, it's a majority of the job. People have to do it. Like we are doing in the U.S. since this lockdown started in New York, and when we started following CDC, even on our radio show, I will say we have repeated this thing every week. Hey, be safe. Stay home. 
put your mask on keep the distancing right so this, these are the things they need to follow and they are not following i see some news clips from india and i can see the people without mask they are still running openly so how how you can protect everybody it's a huge population mhm well life is like that you know it's, it's, it's a pity we have to end on this note but anything else anybody want to clear up before we say goodbye sorry that we uh, could not hear not, from virgin this is not a matter of clearing up but um we're talking about all time teams and it does happen oh, yeah. that i have Anybody a, a team by anyone else want to volunteer it's it, it happened that i have a team here i have an all time team here by graham which is all time 11 when it comes to test mm-hmm. cricket and uh, that barry richard at number 1 jeff bot at number 2 sir viv at number 3 tendulkar number 4 Alan Border at five, sorry, and Wotham at six. Alan Nutt, wicketkeeper. Shane Warne at eight. Wasim Akram, Malcolm Marshall, and Dennis Lilly. That is all-time eleven. All-time eleven. Graham Goose, former captain. Did he call Angus? England. Did he call Angus? No, no. Just two West Indian, Malcolm Marshall and and Saviv. And Saviv. And I, I didn't hear you. You talk What about a man they call Len Hutton. No, we didn't talk about Len Hutton. Hold on, hold on, Sam. Hold on. What does Len Leon? So Gary. So Gary? No, nothing. It. Let me call it again. Barry Richard, Jeff Boycott, Saviv, Tendulkar, Alan Border, Ian Bottom, sorry, Ian Bottom, Alan Nutt, Shane Warne, Wasim Akram, Malcolm Marshall, Dennis Lilly. And don't forget that his all-time eleven. Okay. Who's all-time eleven is that? Uh, Graham Gooch, Graham Gooch, former captain of England. Okay, well, yeah. So, so you know, it's it, it hard to tilt with uh, English men because, you, you know, uh, I wouldn't have boycott in my in my all-time team, but he has uh, boycott. <laughs> Alan Nath was good, but I would not have Alan Nath. I, I agree. I agree with you there, and I wouldn't have both of them either. Mm-hmm. I would not have both of them either. No. <laughs> That's more than one. One selector. Uh-huh. We had to do it before. We had to do it before we get okay. If we we had to do it early, folks. So we had to do it before we get Dr. Mr. Scary. Yeah, yeah. Be, but you know how uh, you know how it is selecting these. You know how it is selecting these teams. If you have yeah. two persons you have to le- selecting, yeah. you're gonna have rough. You're not gonna select the same eleven. Yeah. I, I want. Okay. To, I, I can I can do the leeward too. I will do the leeward and um, the West Indies. Okay. Okay, and Simon, what would you do? I don't know. I but then would not able to be on. I don't know who else will be on. But okay. whoever else is on, who else is on, and they wanted to come in and name their team. But we are coming close to the end of the show, and let's let's ask each member to say a quick piece. I might have to ask one person to do it. But let's hear from Jetsna. Can the guys like to hear from Jetsna to say goodbye? She has a special way. To tell the guys goodbye. Good night to you, Jasna. Say your good night. Your final good word. night, everybody. Yes, good night, everybody. Okay. Be safe have a great week, Wendy. Have care. a great week. Good yeah. night to you and be safe, a family. Yes, thank and you, thank you. See you on the radio next Monday. Bye bye. Bye. Thank you, everybody. Bye bye. Thank you. You uh, you mean so much to us every time you come on, Jasna. So have a blessed week. Um, Mr. Mr. McKenzie, your your take, your your final words. McKenzie, well, you say goodbye already. Your final words. 
Yeah. He's going to better. Your final words? No, he's going to finish his cooking. I thought he was going to better. Jetting, Jetting, coming on with time. Jetting, your final minute. How about you, Mr. Well, it's, uh, good Dennis? Good everybody. Stay fresh and enjoy the yes, week. Yes, indeed. You'll get back next well, week. Yes, thank you. Dennis? Yes, I would Dennis. like to say, well, good night and good evening, good afternoon, wherever you may be. Thank you for joining us today. We look forward to having you join us again for our next show next week. Simon? Your final words to my brother. I thank you, Mr. President. I must say you, you do such a wonderful job every night, keeping the panel together, keeping it flowing all, smoothly. All because of, of people like you. <laughs> and uh, I want yeah. everyone to have a wonderful week this week, and everybody be safe, and we'll be back here next week, God's willing, on the cricket show. Such a wonderful opportunity to get together talk about cricket and learn so much from each other. I've learned so much from you. And thank you so much for this opportunity. Have a wonderful week all, and we'll talk next week on the radio, as Mr. McKenzie would say. Have a good night. Good night, all. Good night. And oddly, it's time for you to say good night to all your fans around the world. Yeah, well, just, uh, you know, we yeah, are good night. Uh, have, have a wonderful week. Make sure, be careful whenever you go out. Uh, remember that even if you have had the vaccine, both vaccines like me, or whether you have the Johnson John, just the one, remember when you go out, you to still um, just continue with a safe distance, you know, um, as they call it, social distancing, and, and wear your mask and so forth, because you never know. So just be careful. All right, just, so just before we go, um, let me give you a word here. Um, it says, action may not always bring happiness. But there is no happiness without action. Of course, if you're happy, it's going to show. Action can bring, you know, it's going to bring, um, they say action may not always bring happiness, but there is no happiness without action. So, what good, stay good, God willing, next week. Yes. We'll talk again. And there is there's definitely a place for people like you folks. You made my day, my night, and I'm sure we might have been able to make days for our listeners around the world. Thank you all because of folks like you we are able to bring bring this show each and every week and we are grateful for all the ones who have participated. God bless you all until we meet again next week and those of you who have the time to get over to the Saturday and Saturday we have the uh, Cookie Show's entertainment show on Saturday morning. We hope that you may be able to join us, or if you prefer to join us on Tuesdays when we bring the Andrew Mason, uh, Andrew and Mason and Guest Show. And Mason and Guest. That we really, indeed. So, good night. God bless, and we are having a nice time, and it's from the Troubadour. Well, this is a nice one from the
Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.